Welcome back to the Video Game Locker Room. My name is Jacob and today's date is November 16th, 2019. Joining me today is Daryl. Hey, how's it going today, guys? And Nick. Hey, happy to be here. This is a podcast where we talk about the games we've played, news we've read, and occasionally talk about other digital media. This is currently episode three of the series and Nostalgia November is continuing to be upheld as later on we discuss if a game holds up to our childhood memories. But just like last week, I uh, just like last week where I met a new kind face, this week I'm greeted by another, Nick. So uh, Nick, let me express my gratitude for being a part of this episode and uh, let me just start by asking a question that every gamer has been asked at least once. What is your top three games? And uh, I kind of like to ask this to our guests because this allows us to better understand you as a gamer, as well as it kind of lets us understand who you are as an individual. So without further ado, if you don't mind just jumping on in, what's uh, you have a specific order to your top three games or? I mean, we're talking like top three all time? All time, all time. All, time. all right. Uh, oof, that is tough. I mean, I definitely was really, really heavily into uh, Skyrim, okay. Elder Scrolls. Okay. I love the fantasy RPG, and it's like, I mean, if they're going to dump like 100 plus hours of something, of yeah. random things for you to do in a game, I'm kind of like, yeah, like it's entertaining, and I, I definitely played that like for a very, very long period of time, so I would rank that in probably my top three just in terms of how many hours played. Did you, how, yeah. many hours did you jump, how many hours did you dump into that? I would say I definitely... I definitely broke a hundred hours on hundred hours. Okay. I was in college and I, I came home for winter break and like my winter break was like three, four weeks or something. Yeah. And I just had Skyrim on the PS3 and that was all I did like days straight. Now have you been, cause I mean, they've re-released it multiple times. I mean, they even what they had it on the uh, Echo. Is that right? The Amazon Echo. They Didn't did. They? Oh they yeah, they did. did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So have, you, have you purchased this any other time besides on so the PS3? So I got the remastered for the PS4, which mm-hmm. I have to get back into, but it's always hard to get back into a game like that because, you know, it's just... Is like, the beginning, like, really slow? It, the beginning is really slow, but it's, like, it takes a while for you to really being, get sucked into it, whether it's the side quests or the main quests or whatever. I actually sunk over 80 hours into the game before even getting, like... 80% through the main Whoa. quest. Like, not even beating the main quest. You could sink 80 plus hours. What, what's the opening that they mean all the time with the guy in the carriage? He's like, oh, you're awake or something yeah, like you're that. Yeah, you're awake. He's oh. like, and he, he calls you horse thief. Yeah, yeah. that's what you're arrested for. How embarrassing is that? Oh, that sucks. To start a game. He's like, oh, oh, you, you're awake, horse thief. You, you start off as the horse thief and yeah. become the, what is it, the dragonborn? Dragonborn, yeah. Dragonborn. It was yeah. a great line of quests. I mean, I liked other stuff about Oblivion better. Okay. Because, like, I mean, in Oblivion, you had the acrobat skill. That was pretty cool that you could level up, like, your jump and yeah. things like that. And then they had, like, those Oblivion portal gates that led you basically into, like, hell. And you would <laughs> fight, like, demons and shit. And that was really cool. But Skyrim, for me, was, I mean, doesn't get much better than randomized dragon attacks when yeah. you're just exploring. Have Makes you, you not want to fast travel. Have you ever played Morrowind? Because I know a lot of people say that. I started the on Morrowind. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Is but the... Was it was it run by someone else when it was Morrowind or was no, it, I think it was still Bethesda? Was it still Bethesda? Oh, Bethesda? Yeah, I believe it's Bethesda. Then yeah. they they changed their format then because it was more like tear down. It was very weird. I mean, it, like the way you play Morrowind is like completely different than what they did with Oblivion, and then they did 
what they did with Oblivion, they kind of carried over into Skyrim. So Morrowind's not a first person. No, you know what? I know what he's talking about. I watched the retrospective of that. They uh, changed the because I believe like did in like yeah. I mean no two people's playthroughs were, were the same. There's a lot more strategic. Yeah, yeah. and they had a lot. I think by the time because the technology was getting harder to work with and stuff, and you know, but there's the you know not to you know talk bad about them, but they don't have the best you know um, reputation reputation for you know games being. I mean, this is going back even to the first two Elder Scrolls, but they were like, all right, let's get to the point where, like, this is becoming too complicated. So I think they, like you said, I think that at that point they started to really, like, streamline the development process. But, like, you go back and play those first two, like, I said, randomly generated NPCs, uh, towns, dungeons, and stuff like that. But because of that, it's glitchy and, you know, a lot of bugs. So They tried to do that with Skyrim, though, because, like, I was, like, so... Making a buggy? No, I was... <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know I'm buggy. Dude, I was so huge into Skyrim, I had yeah. the, the game guide, you know? Yeah. And, uh... Hardcover? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> no other way. And then, like, there would be, like, sometimes, like, three or four different ways to start the same quest. So I kind of like that, where it's like you could find it in different parts of the world and start the same quest. But, yeah, they, they really couldn't replicate what they did in... Morrowind, which is really what put them on the map with that, like a lot of fans, because everyone went Morrowind. That was like everyone always says. I think in the, the DLC one. you can go back to Morrowind. I think that's yeah. for the Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, because uh, they made oh, okay. a Elder Scrolls Online where you can do Morrowind. Okay. I don't like that though. Elder Scrolls Online, like the whole point of a game like that is that you're playing it by yourself. Yeah. I mean, you know, with how much time you got to put mm-hmm. into it, it's like. You don't really want to be playing with other people, you know? It's have, like, have you played it? I, I assume then you've played a lot of it, or a decent uh, amount? Just of... Uh, the online. Elder Scrolls no, Online. No, not online. No. No, oh, okay. I don't play it that. I, 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 it's kind of like the same principle for, like, I don't want to play GTA Online. Yeah, no, I don't want to play GTA. A lot of people it, do it. I, I don't understand because I, I enjoy being this gang banging online. That's true. That's not wrong. It's like I just want to do my own thing in the game. You know, and you already have the freedom to do that when you. Well, not just that, but like I don't know how it is with Skyrim, but GTA, I don't know. I feel like you know the people that are gonna dedicate, you know, a lot of those players might, you know, be toxic without trying to go in on a certain group. But let's just be, let's keep it a buck, you know. Like you going on there, and I've seen videos like it's not the, unless you like already into that, that you know, it's not the the most, I guess, easiest group. Of players to play with. Everyone's just trying to kill each other all the time. Yeah, right? it's like a, it's very chaotic. Yeah, yeah. I, and I don't, I don't like that. I don't like having to worry about every time I respawn, I'm immediately going to die. And that's what it sounds like Grand Theft Auto Online is. Granted, oh, yeah. I hear they have game variants like the racing and all that, where I mean, you're not going to get, well, maybe you get rammed off the road. I don't know. I don't know. But Skyrim, you really enjoyed it. Why? Because you also kind of seem to think fondly of Sky, uh, Oblivion. Why did you choose Skyrim over Oblivion? I just think I I played Skyrim a lot more, and I just liked the... I mean, it, you know, it's a game from 2011, you know? and But it's like, the, the playability of it now, when they remastered it for PS4, is even like... It's just a fun game. It's still hard for me to believe that it's almost a decade. Yeah, and, and, you know, they got stuff on the horizon, sure, but I'm like, that game, though, it's like, it's just kind of like okay, I want to play something that has a story to it. You can do a lot of the main quests, but it's like if you just want to, like, you know, play it one random day, you're off work or whatever, you play it, be like, oh, I just want to do, like, you know, the side quests. You know, they got the Dark Brotherhood, they got the uh, Thieves Guild, 
the companions. It's like you could do so many different things to level your character. And I don't remember if they have like a level cap even in the game. I've never... So I know Skyrim was huge when it came out and critically and just everyone. I mean, I was in high school when that came out and everyone was playing it and it was extremely hyped. So I actually found myself a little disappointed with Skyrim. Not to say it's a bad game. I still respect it for what it does and it is a lot of fun from what I understand. It gives a lot of freedom and the gameplay a lot of people seem to really enjoy and being able to join those guilds. Like I think they have like a vampire one and such. Is that right? I think that's more like uh, Dark Brotherhood type. Oh, okay. Okay. It's like you do like these like very occult quests and stuff. So it's like they have different things for everybody. But I mean, I get what you're saying though. It's like, you know, I know some people when Skyrim came out, they were like, you know, I I don't really like it. I don't fuck with that game. Right. And it's like, you know, but even some people who like played Oblivion, they were like, ah, no. See, I think the reason for me specifically, I don't actually really like medieval time games that much I, I don't know it's just always a narrative that focuses on honor or being a chosen one <laughs> and overcoming all the obstacles and you don't like that setting that's what it I, is. I don't i don't yeah. and i hate that old school old, old school i should say old time feeling that it gives uh but i'm not saying that this is a bad game by any stretch clearly they've made it multiple times because it is so successful um what uh, what class did you pick, or a species? Is that right? Class uh, or species? I got really far with a. Uh, I think I did an orc warrior first, nice. or orc berserker. Or I forget how they categorize it, but like, cause in the guide they have like different names. Like you could do this, a battle mage. You just invest in armor and do spellcasting. But it's so like, the the guide that you purchased, the hardcovered one, yeah. went that in depth for character creation. Oh, like it would make had, a whole bunch of suggestions. Like, there was like two whole pages where it's like how to build. Like, if you want to do a battle mage route, where you still want to have heavy armor and be protected, but just be solely casting, not really one-handed, two-handed, block, whatever. Or you could be a berserker, where you're, like, investing all your skill points in two-handed, one-handed, dual-wielding, all this other crap. And, you know, or you could go the stealth route and do, like, investing in sneak and archery and shit. You know what, that has, that leads me to a question. Um, I think of games that do give you this opportunity to build a character based on, like, persuasion, sneaking, thievery, Mm -hmm. lockpicking, all that stuff. When you build a character, do you, what stats do you choose to boost? And, I mean... Or what, I should say, what stats do you choose to invest in the most? It kind of depends, because in a game like Skyrim, I wanted to go... They say it's easiest to do, like, a ranged kind of a route first because you can easily advance and get a lot of skill points and get a lot of experience. But I always did, you know, straight, like, hack-and-slash warrior type thing because I felt like I just level up faster. It's more aggressive. But, you know, that kind of also leads me to, you know, I've been playing Outer Worlds lately, And, you know, in a game like that, my tactic is completely different. I invested heavily in uh, speech, medical, hacking, like right off the bat. Okay, cool. So it's like the opposite of what I did in Skyrim. We'll have to talk about that later because I definitely, I, no matter what type of game it is, even when I played Skyrim for the little bit of time I played or even like Fallout, uh, I always invest in persuasion. I, I don't know why. I just... I, I guess it's I, helpful. Think, I it's prefer helpful defusing a fight than having to engage in a fight. And I just knowing that I can always convince someone to be like, hey, this isn't as bad as it seems. And then they're like, oh, yeah. okay. That's you're why helpful. you like Undertale. 
Oh, the, the, we're yeah, definitely going to have to talk about uh, Outer Worlds because yes. there were definite situations where I was able to use speech and persuasion to get the same end result. Like even like looking it up, it's like you get the same end result that you would get if you did the ex- like if you attacked them. Like you could still like even with like bounties in the game, it's like it, it's crazy. Then you'll have to tell me because I haven't looked up like. I've just been playing it fresh without like any kind of guide, but it's interesting. I didn't know that some of the choices you make still result in the same outcome, but I'm curious to hear what those other outcomes are then later. I do just so. want to make a disclaimer that I only look it up after I make a choice. Oh yeah, I sorry. I didn't I'm mean not, to make it sound like... No, 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 no. I'm just saying, I'm not like looking up like what's the best way to do it, but I'm always just like... Oh, it's curiosity, did. yeah. yeah like, I, you do that. Could've, what could have been? I do that with like you the know? Telltale games after you finish oh, like a chapter, true. and you're yeah. like, "What could have happened? What could have I done?" Like, you, someone dies. Could this person have not died? Most of the time, they die regardless. <laughs> but you know, uh, so that was Skyrim. Anything else you want to say on Skyrim? I mean, I understand why people were underwhelmed by it. Mm-hmm. I understand that it's not everyone's type of game, but I mean. Uh, my place. experience with it was, you know, that's what I'm going to be basing it on. It's just yeah. like, and that's that's why playability, there are amount played, everything like that, like the stuff I liked about it. Like, it's not many games that I want to go get a guide for, and just to be like, oh, I could do this or do this. You know, it's yeah. like, but that's one of them for sure. Uh, and that's number three, right? Uh, yeah, I'll put that as number three. And okay. and it's hard for me to think of. Because I, I could go a very nostalgic route for another one and kind of be like games that I, I grew up on. You know, I grew and some up of those on, end up being our favorite games I mean, into our adulthood. So I was on you know Mortal Kombat, Tekken when I was a kid, but I don't know if I want rank them as like best you know best of the best I've ever played. Um, I will say it's funny that you mentioned that uh, you don't like games set in kind of like a medieval setting, right? Because now it's like. I almost don't want to say this. Oh, no, 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 please, please. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah. I was just saying, it's like, uh, you know, I was really into the uh, God of War uh, Oh, series. God of War. That's that's Greek mythology. I, I enjoy, oh, all right. I enjoy that. Yeah. I enjoy that. Okay, so God of War. Which Do you have a specific God of War? Well, it's actually, the, the funny thing for me is that, uh, God, I forgot what year God of War, the first one oh, came out. 2005. <laughs> That sounds about right because we were talking yeah. about that the last podcast. So I, I was I was in elementary school when that game. Mm-hmm. No, I remember we talked about this. You was in sixth grade because we were in fifth grade when it came. I was in you sixth were a year grade. older than us. I was in sixth grade, and my dad would just buy games like he didn't care. So if I'd be like, "Hey, I want I want this one," like this is the one I want to get. Here you go, kiddo. And he'd be like, "Yo, let's get this game." Yeah. And he did that with God of War despite the rating. And then I don't know if <laughs> if you guys were calling God of War one. But the very first uh, mission you do is sleeping with two women. Oh, yeah. We were talking about that last time. We talked about And when he ejaculates, they're orbs. (laughs) Oh, I didn't remember remember him finishing. I just remember there being... I mean, 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 it's implied. What if he didn't, though? He was just like, Kratos, Kratos, you're so great. All right, come on, it's Greek mythology, and you know the Greeks yeah. got down like that. You you know you know. And every, every time you completed, the orbs came out. I was like, but then like you try the third time, and then there's no orbs. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> know. They're directly left orbs each time. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know if that was done intentionally or not. How many times did you play the mini game? I only played that part. I never. That's yeah, why I never got anywhere. Game. Yeah. Never I never got played anywhere. anything beyond that. There was more. <laughs> so that was the game. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, but uh, 
that game was just, I mean, every, almost all of them, you know, uh, God of War, God of War 2, God of War Ascension, and then the, the reboot, uh, 2018 reboot? I think that's yeah, right. Yeah, it came in 2018. March 2018. Game of the Year contender. I mean, it didn't it, win, did it? No, it did, but it should have won. It won some. I mean, it depends on where I think Red did might have talked. I think it was either Red did or... There, um, there's different places. Okay. It, there's just different places you go to. It was a contender. I, that's, that's, yeah. I don't it care was, which one I won. I always do. Yeah, I always be like, as long as it's a contender, because yeah. like Jake was saying, it's... They don't. It's not like the Oscars or like the Grammys, where it's you know. There's these, no definitive yeah. uh, ceremony held. There's just always other sites that mm-hmm. people consider reputable, and they. And with a game, it's a little yeah. bit different too, because everybody has a different experience. So I feel like you know, with games, you just got to take it with a grain of salt. But yeah, I think that God of War was definitely uh, 2018 was yeah. definitely one of the best games that I played. I didn't play it last year. I played it this year, actually. But yeah, I'm yeah. still playing it. I mean, it's it's a fun game. I mean that that game was big on my childhood. I mean, I remember uh, when my dad got it for me. I when I was in like sixth grade, I had my like my, my buddy from school come over and he played it, you know. And you know, I think like when he came over, it was like the for the day I got it. So we played it. There was that awkward sex scene in the beginning, and then like we were just playing it and like just murder and shit. And I guess, like, he went home and, like, you know, he was in sixth grade. He's not, like, thick and straight. And he just tells his dad, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, he's got I God played sex simulator. <laughs> 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 so what you do at his house, at Dick's house? Oh, <laughs> it, it got weird real quick. Yeah. But it was just like, you know, he said, he, I guess because his dad was really strict about what games he could have. He was like, well, he's got God of War. I want God of War, you know? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like... Right, like it was like the most like straight out of a TV like scene. Like we're at dinner, like the whole family's at dinner, and there's a knock on the door, and it's my buddy Steve and his dad, and his dad's just like, "Hey, he said he played that game here and that game. Like I've read up on it, and it's got all this really explicit content, and it, you kids should not be playing. It's an M-rated game." Should have been like, "You have you played it?" And then give him the <laughs> controller. Like it's fun. Yeah, like you know, he probably just like. He's the type of guy who would confiscate the game just to play it himself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you can't play this. Yeah, I can. But it's like then my mom ended up taking the game away. Ah, you know, bummer. Was, so you just got to the sex scene. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. I guess I did get the games worth out of it though. If I got that far, you know. Yeah, I mean, at sixth grade, that's the best part. Yeah, <laughs> there's say, yeah. there's there's two set of brass there, four boobs. So yeah. Oh, I thought you meant there's two sex scenes in the game. There might be. I think there's more than I one. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, technically, if you just keep repeating that one sex scene. Well, and not just that, scene. but, like, I think, like, even, like, Medusa's, like, you know. Naked. Naked. She's naked, naked but yeah. you're not having sex with her. You're ripping but, her head But off. when you, like I said, when you were fifth and sixth grade, that's kind of, you know, you don't need much. But and then this is pretty. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Did they give you the option to have sex with Medusa? I don't. I, I don't I'm remember. Pretty sure. no. <laughs> I don't remember that. I just remember ripping her head off. And if you got off to that. Well, no, I'm not talking, bro. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about this. Anyways, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just right. talking about just a gen- you know just you- boobs. Uh, yeah, just boobs in general. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I still don't know if I want to rank. I mean, that'd be almost like ranking a series, being like, oh, it's my one of my top three games. But I mean, I would probably put it up there. I mean, for me, I'm not. I guess I'm like not really counting. Okay, games I happen. played as a kid, you oh. know. Oh no, yeah, we just mean you know. No, we just, we just, we just yeah, mean yeah, just yeah, Because yeah, like, even on ours, we had some current ones. We had some newer ones that were on there. Like I had like, um, like I said, this uh, some of the newer Assassin's Creed games. Like I had like uh, Assassin's Creed Two, and then even Black Flag. Black so Flag it doesn't, was fun, yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't have to be like. 
nostalgia. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, this is this is just to get to know you, and then we gonna go later on and do like a nostalgia. Um, right, right. I guess I guess I could say that a game that I played kind of recently within the last year that I like thought was just almost like a perfect game through and through was the Spider-Man reboot. They that was really good. That was. I, I mean, that honestly, I tell people this personally between that and I know spectacular. Some people don't agree with spectacular Spider-Man, but between. The Spider-Man on the PS4 and Spectacular Spider-Man. Who doesn't story. agree with Spectacular Spider-Man? Some stupid. people say. Then they're stupid. Go ahead. Wow. Go ahead. I don't hear what wow. you're saying. No, go ahead. Go that's ahead. quite a statement. No, um, that's quite a statement. Because that's I, a quite a statement to say. I suppose you're right. But no, go ahead. Who? Uh, Spectacular Spider-Man or the Spider-Man on the PS4 are among my favorite Spider-Man stories. I'm sorry. Who says Spectacular? Ooh, that's, that's okay. Sorry, okay, I'm so I'm sorry. just one person specifically that you do know. Who do you oh. think? Who do you think? Oh, shoot. They might be listening to this. Eh, probably not. But even if Is they it? are. If they are. Oh, no. I, know. I know who he's about. I yeah. know who he's about. Who, who do you think? They start with a T. Yes. Okay. It's we, Tonka. Okay. Bro, come on. Oh, you can't just name drop. So, he's in. Right. Um, we're calling him out so he can jump on in. Right. So when he when he's on podcast, we'll bring that back up because yeah. that'll anyways. But spectacular! I enjoyed the story a lot to um, Spider Man on the PS4. Yeah. But you really enjoyed it. You said you'd put it in your top three then. I mean, not. See, I don't know if I'd want to rank it as all time. I would maybe say like in the past year that was probably the most enjoyment I got. It is. It's a really fun. I mean, they put a fast travel option. Why would they? I never. I, I enjoyed. Swinging on webs so much yeah. that I almost never use. The only time I think I use the fast travel is maybe if I was on one end and then I had to go all the way to the other end of the map. Yeah, but I mean, it's like just the courtesy of having a fast travel, yeah. despite how good the mechanics mm-hmm. of the game are. It's yeah. like I had more fun playing that than the Arkham series. Oh, Arkham yeah. series is still top yeah. notch, but the Arkham series, like once I would, I can't go back and really play them, but I can go back and play Spider Man. Like I feel like oh, it's yeah. always fun swinging around. Unlocking all the costumes, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I liked. That. I did. I 100 percent that game. Yeah, yeah, the Tobey Maguire uh, wrestling mm-hmm. one that he had. That was like my jam for a while in that game. I liked the the comic one they had. Oh yeah, oh yeah, graphics like straight. Mm-hmm. I did that one. Like when I unlocked that one, I did it for a pretty long while. You know, it was it. So cool. It is. It's a really cool one. Uh, yeah, I, I love the game so much. I enjoyed Spider-Man as a superhero a lot. I ended up trading in my original PS4 to get a PS4 Pro, the Spider-Man one. Oh, that one was yeah. sick. I yeah, remember seeing it. Is the, nice. the it is on that man. I've seen the Mortal Kombat one. I've seen. Oh, they had a Mortal Kombat PlayStation. Yeah, they did. It came. It, it wasn't for when Eleven came out. It was like maybe one Return. or two ago, and they released the. Uh, the joystick pad, the controller. Oh, thing. the arcade stick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. That one. It, it was. Uh, they released it like uh, with a like. It was like a bundle deal. It was like a PlayStation, the game, the arc, the joystick. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They normally do that because I got a I got an injustice one. I got an injustice uh, fight stick. Justice was tight too. I liked that game a lot. I liked the story. Justice does have a really good story. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's based I, off. Of, I mean, you, bro, it's based off the comic. Well, I think no, the comic was it the game first. Or the no, comic they first? they they based it, I think, definitely off of things that happened. But I think they tweaked like oh, the characters sure. into which what happened. It was just very. Oh, okay. I don't know. It was good though. I liked it a lot. Yeah, that set the bar. That Mortal Kombat Nine set the bar for a good story and fighting cool. games. Because before people were like, oh, you don't need a story of fighting games. Once Mortal Kombat Nine and Ten or Mortal Kombat Nine and Justice came out. 
people was like, oh, crap. Well, we got to do that. Let me ask you, in Injustice 2, did either of you guys side with Superman? I didn't play Injustice 2. I didn't get far enough in Injustice oh, I lost. My oh. file got corrupted on my PC. I got... I don't remember where I got because I was so mad that it got corrupted. Because it came out late on the PC. Yeah. And then I was in the middle of a cutscene, and then it just cut out. And then I lost my save file, and I was like, wow. That seems to be um, a shame. So you don't want to do that Yeah, over. with me, unfortunately. I just lose all my save files. It's probably my fault. I don't know. But uh, so Spider-Man was in your top three? I would say, yeah, as far as I can think of. I mean, I definitely would do a, uh, uh, what's it called? Like a shout out to Mortal Kombat. Okay. Just the whole series because I think that like, honorable mention. Honor, know, yeah, absolutely. You know, an honorable mention would be Mortal Kombat because I mean, who doesn't love those games? It's, they're good games. <laughs> Fatalities are always fun to watch. You gotta do the story. You can just buy it and, <laughs> and just jump right in. That's the nice thing about fighting games. You can just jump right in for the most part. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, sometimes I like and dislike this, but now with fighting games, you can. You get all the characters right away, so that's kind of fun, but at the same time, it gets rid of the fun of unlocking characters. Part of what I enjoyed so much when I was younger was, like, unlocking yeah. 10 characters. You know what I noticed? As gamers are getting older, like, you got to understand, like... They don't you know, have time. We don't have time. So, we, know. you know, back in, like, the 90s, like, you know, most game people who start off on, like, NES and they were, you know, college age, high school age, but, like, the first wave of gamers are, like, now in their, like, 40s and... 50 so it's like they don't got the time you know that's why um, they make you just buy the dlc and so yeah. unlock them mm-hmm. the campaign well not just that but even like you know the younger players they're they're not they don't remember the time we had to unlock stuff so it's kind of just like you know they date like you said dlc oh i'll just you know do this yeah. so i don't think i think smash was the last fighting game we had to unlock stuff and honestly i didn't like it then because i was like i don't i don't have time so play the game. i remember the original street fighter 4 you unlocked the characters oh yeah that's right yeah but I don't think I think they should give you an option. Fair enough. I think they should they should be a choice. It was the same in the original Mortal Kombat ones too, but now it's not. Actually, I should it say was Mortal, standard Mortal, in Mortal Kombat games. Eleven didn't have one character you could unlock or purchase. It was the uh, not Shao Kahn. No, not Shao Kahn. Um, it was the girl with green hair. I think. Sindel. No, not Sindel. Satrian. She's a new character. She's a new character to the game. So. She was like the daughter of. Oh, Trump. she was like she had the wings, like the she kind of. I think so. Of. I think so. I, I mean, she was with uh, what was his name, Kotal Khan. Yeah. Right. Oh wait, no, maybe it wasn't her. Maybe it was uh, Frost. Frost is that her name? The female Sub Zero. I think so. Because you had to unlock her in a certain chapter. Because I was like, why is she locked? And then my brother was mad, and I was like, <laughs> it says chapter four. So, but you could buy the character for like five dollars, which is kind of. See, and that's the thing. The package that they had, they had, like, uh, the Terminator T-1000, you know? Yeah. The Arnold one with, like, the half-ripped face off and stuff. It's like, yeah, that's that's stuff I want, you know? Yeah, yeah. Jason, Freddy. Jason, Freddy. Leatherface. Yeah. They had a lot in the last one. They had, a uh, what's his name, Ghostface, you know, from Scream. Get out. They had Yeah, yeah I'm, I could have sworn. I, I know they, they had I could Predator. Look it up. I could look it up. Uh-huh. I, I'm almost positive they did. Well... I know they've had a lot of horror characters, definitely. Um, I know, like you said, Freddy, Jason. They had Alien. They had they yeah, have, Predator. They did have Predator. Um, Terminator. And then Justice had the They're going to have Spawn. Oh, yeah, they did have the, 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 yeah. the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, they, they have a lot of cameo appearances, and that's kind of cool. For people 
Because I feel like Mortal Kombat's a game where a lot of people, even if you don't play games, are like, oh, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll wait. I don't know if this is even... But, well, if you find out about the ghost face, maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, is, this but, is definitely not the best. Yeah, I, I don't. I time. haven't heard anything about Ghostface, but it'd be interesting to see if Ghostface <laughs> was in it. I mean, that'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, so you're ta- just to go over what your three games were. You had Skyrim. Mm-hmm. You had God of War. Yeah. And then you had Spider-Man, right? Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. do Spider-Man. And then an honorable yeah. mention being Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Okay, so just like uh, with Spider-Man, you know, being a hero, going against the odds of evil. We have another game where I assume you're a good person going against evil. You know how right? you could have segued that? How could I So segue? Spider-Man is uh, owned by Marvel. And you know what else is owned by, or owned by Disney? Ooh, and you know what else me. is owned by Disney? Star Wars. Yes, you're not wrong. Okay. So Star Wars, what is the game called? Star Wars The Fallen Order? Uh, yep, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order. And you're playing that right now, right, Daryl? Um, yes, and yeah. then you said you've also played the first 30 minutes, right? I yeah. have, yes. So uh, just real quick, you both are big Star Wars fans, right? I I love Star Wars. I love Star Wars too. Okay. So I this was, me and I, I know you've had this kind of, and I talk to everybody about this. I feel like there's different I don't like think I don't believe in gatekeeping, but I mean I'm just trying to keep it a buck. There are people that enjoy a, a property more than others. I think that everybody can say that they're a fan as long as they engage in it. But um I feel like with something like Star Wars, there's there's definitely like levels. I don't want to say tiers because that sounds like I'm gatekeeping, but there's definitely like okay, you got like people that are like casual fans, like they're like, oh okay, well I just watched the movies. Then you got like you know kind of like a, people who are like open to the criticism of the movies but really love them. Well, you got like diehard fans. Those are diehard fans who watch anything. They look at so many things Star Wars. You have casual fans that just watch just the main movies in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Then you got fans that I consider myself this type of fan where it's like you enjoy the movies and you watch. You look into the lore and then you consume some of the other medias. Like you'll do, uh, might read some of the comics or read some books or um, TV, shows. TV shows and stuff like that. Then you get like diehard fans. What I'm talking about, they got Star Wars tattoos. They uh, can speak some of the languages. They make their own lightsabers. You know, like I'm not one of those, but I'm just slightly under that where I'm like, okay, like, um, you know, you like the films. It's like I go know. beyond. The, I go beyond the films because, like I said, I know there's like, people that just watch the films and they're like, I'm done. Yeah, but it's also like, I mean, there are video games, there's component, you know, just, there's so many different things that are Star Wars. Yeah. And I like the films a lot, and I like the lore a lot, but I'm like, I'm not going to be like, oh, it's one of the greatest movies of all time, you know? That's debatable. I'm not. That's a a different, that's a. I'm not going to say that's a That's, that's, ooh, that's. Oh, we're going to get off topic. I understand well, the importance of the blasphemy, but I, you know, I'm not huge in the Star Wars, so I know. I've only it, seen... But, but like, like, it's it. not the, I'm not, it's not my favorite film, but I'm not going to pretend like that. I mean, that, I mean, as far as, like, legendary films, that film changed, that it was Jaws like, changed, it was changed filming. because, like, there wasn't a sci-fi movie like that ever exactly. before. I mean, the closest would be uh, 2001. Yeah, and even that, like I, I, yeah, yeah, and even that, that's more like you. It's like it's more realism than it is like fantasy. I feel like that movie was good because of the from a technical aspect. But I mean, you tell somebody to watch that now, they're gonna be like, "What am I watching?" Yeah, there's literally long pauses of silence. No, I I agree with you on that. People say that I'm like, all right, bro, 
You really want so if you had a choice between Star Wars and two thousand one, you gonna you gonna watch two thousand one. If you if you're not a film guy, if you're a film guy, you could watch that and be like, oh, I need how, because you could be like, oh, okay, I can see the te- like you'll appreciate the technical aspect and the limitations of the seventies. But the average person is not gonna be like, oh, I want to watch two thousand one over Star Wars. They're gonna be like, no, I'd rather watch Star yeah. Wars. Even Star Trek gets a little too philosophical for me. Yeah, Star Trek is. I'm kind of like yeah. you know, it, it's at the point where I mean, Star Wars, it's just like. Hey, we're gonna drop you into this hole. Well, Star Wars is interesting because there's multiple things, um, and I'm gonna talk about this uh, a little bit later. But um, it's like a, a genre bent. It's kind of like, um, you know, uh, what's a good example? Like, um, like Tarantino is very ins- much inspired by like you know old school filmmaking, where George Lucas was inspired by the previous generation before him. And he's like, okay, well, let me take the best of each film genre and make this one thing because you got sci-fi, Western, romance. You have medieval storytelling because you have like, okay, you know, obviously there's the king, the queen, the empire and stuff like that. But you have a sword, but instead of a sword, it's a lightsaber. So you still got knights, Jedis are basically doing his knights. Yeah, like the the mysticism around the force. Exactly. Wizards, space wizards. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know. It's a big remix. And we can get into that, too, when we talk about Fallen Order in the intro Oh, we can talk about that when we go, go into The Mandalorian, because I'm talking about that a little bit later. Fair enough. So, we're, those were, these are the movies. So, and the game also takes place somewhere in between the movies. Is that right? It's, uh... It takes place after like, Order 66. It's, yeah. Four it's, years after Episode 3. Yeah. Okay. So, Episode 3, all the Jedis are declared traitors. Okay. They start assassinating them. So, being a Jedi is like being an outlaw. And your character is a Jedi. And, uh, I mean, essentially starts with an accident happening because you're like on this, you're like scrapping. Yeah, you're like in a scrapyard. And you're falling and your friend is falling and you use the force to rescue him. And it's been revealed that you're you're part of the force. Yeah, and it's, I like, see, my thing that I like about the opening, because I was like, all right, well, how are they going to transition into him being, him getting caught? But I kind of like it. Like, you know, the pacing is really is good pacing. Like, I'm like, OK, the story doesn't slow down. But um, even if you're not a fan of the uh, of the series, the way I compare this is to like The Fugitive, where it's like, you know, um, if you ever seen that's one of my favorite uh, movies. And I kind of ironically, it, it stars uh, Harrison Ford on <laughs> mm. <laughs> Solo. But uh, he was, in um, you know, The Fugitive. And it's like he's running away and it's like, you know, he didn't do anything wrong. But now you got, you know, uh, somebody chasing you and have to you have to run. So I like how they kind of do that. And uh, I feel like it makes sense. Like, I didn't really think about it. I don't want to spoil it because the game's relatively new, but or relatively new. It came out yesterday. The game is still new, and I want people to go out and play it. But even if you're not a Star Wars fan, now, if you're a Star Wars fan, like, I was hyped. Like, I'm talking about, I was like, man, this is crazy. This is great because I'm not a fan of the new films. Yeah. And I wasn't even hyped for this game. I was just like, you know what? No, I was just getting it because, like I said, there's really nothing out right now um, that I really wanted to play. And I was like, you know what? You know, I watched The Mandalorian. I'm like, okay, cool. The first episode was cool. I'll talk about that later. But then um, I played this, saw the reviews, and I was like, okay, this is getting good reviews. Then I played it, and I was like, okay, this is this is the Star Wars we should have been getting from, yeah. from beginning. I should, you know what I'm saying? This should be what the – and I get it. It's it like the best game since Battlefront 2. Not even just best game, but like the Star Wars story. Like why is this not – why are we not getting movies like this? Well, when, when we do get yeah, movies like this, yeah. but they're spinoffs. We got Rogue One. This, this and Rogue One – and the Mandalorian are the best Star Wars properties we've gotten recently. recently yeah, you know. Well, I mean, you know, like what I like about the game too is just that, you know, it, like it flows so easily. Mm-hmm. The mechanics are really good. I agree with that. But what I read about the game that it was like an 
the reviewers who got the early release of it. I think I was reading it on Thursday because I actually ended up Thursday at midnight downloading it when it came out, but I didn't play it that night. I actually just played it the first time today. And uh, the best review that I read that made me want to download it was like, it's like being in the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. but it plays like a Uncharted or a Tomb Raider. I 100% Raider. agree with that. Which is really nice. The exploration is like that. Then the combat is like the Soul series. Like yeah. uh, Jake saw me yeah. playing it early. You're gonna die a lot. You can't go oh, in there and have to slash. You gotta really like. Are you playing on Jedi Master? Uh, I'm playing on. Which is that the one? Because there, there's four difficulties. I played on the there's third hardest one. Story, Jedi Knight, Jedi Master, Jedi Grandmaster. I played as Jedi Master. That's what I'm on too. And yeah. I'm, I've already died. I mean, <laughs> I, I I died doing like stupid stuff mm-hmm. too. You yeah, know, me for too. sure. Like just getting the mechanics down. Like even like though that they had the tutorial going above, I was like, oh, I'm trying to be ahead of the tutorial, <laughs> and I'm mm-hmm. trying to just do this and that. And there's this one moment where like constant enemies just keep dropping around. i know what you're talking about and i'm like i'm gonna try this on them and then like were I you, were you on a train right <laughs> yeah i remember yeah. that yeah oh it's so stupid that man. was the thing too that i was gonna I talk about it. um you know um comparing it to first of all i compare this to like shadows of mordor so what shadows of mordor yeah. did oh, for okay. not gameplay wise but like i'm talking about just so like it's a licensed game yeah um and what shadows of mordor did for the lord of the rings trilogy uh, or the Lord of the Rings series, I feel like this game is doing that for the Star Wars series. Like you oh, don't even have to be a sure. fan of the of the you know Star Wars series. Like I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings fan, but I was told that there's a lot of lore and like hey, if you're a fan of the series, there's like Easter eggs. This is kind of like that where like you cannot have watched the movies. They do a they pretty much tell you like I mean it's like I said it's like the fugitive. Like all you need to know is that hey the Jedi's are no longer you know uh, they used to be a group of people. The, the Empire is now a thing. Uh, they, like you said, Jedi's are now traitors to the to the Empire. And uh, anybody caught, you know, using the Force or being Force sensitive or even, you know, with Jedi ties, yeah. they're done. Simple story. You don't need to. You don't have to know what a Jedi is. All you need to know is that hey, they're bad. And they, and 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 I think honestly, I kind of wish that, I like I, Jake hasn't seen it. I kind of want to get his opinion once he plays it. I think that it'd be interesting to ask somebody, hey, not knowing the lore and the history behind the Star Wars series. Does how do you feel playing this game? Because I feel like you know you might have a different viewpoint. Like we we know I mean sure, we we, we sure. know what happens and we know like I mean granted this story isn't so much changing the Star Wars. Uh, it's not like throwing a wrench into it. Like like Rogue One was like oh okay like this is like changing. Yeah. This isn't gonna change Star Wars. I just think that this is just a good standalone story. Yeah, and kind of digging deeper into the lore, but I would I, can, I would be curious to see yeah. Jake play it because yeah. like they do still use Star Wars vernacular. So okay, yeah, like, that's true. When you have your first like boss fight, she's just like, "Oh, I don't recognize you, young Padawan." Mm-hmm. It's like I, don't I know, know what, what a Padawan is. is. I don't know. You know, know what okay. Padawan yeah, is. I, I'm I'm with what you even said about Shadow of Mordor. Like I really enjoyed Shadow of Mordor, and I enjoyed what they game. did with the lore for Lord of the Rings. So. You comparing Shadow of Mord or the Jedi Fallen Order to Shadow of Mordor makes me want to play it even more. Uh, I am hoping to understand the lore a little bit more. And I think I mean I feel like I'm learning some new stuff too because even like I see that you can do flashbacks and stuff and I think that's a oh you didn't get this far but you'll learn so like I've read um, read about it though it's cool because like um you know we haven't really seen I mean I don't I can't say we haven't because you know there's been extended stuff you know there's been and that's the one thing like I'm talking about Star Wars but even I got to be careful because I'm pretty sure somebody will be like oh well in this comic that they made 20 years ago they actually did. 
I'm talking about just like an above casual fan where you're like, okay, I still want to delve into the lore, but I'm just basing it off just watching the movies. Great story. I never really saw the training that they went through. You know, like they kind of touched upon it, but you know, he has flashback sequences and uh Jake and his little brother would watch me play it, and he's like, oh, you should, Jake's little brother's like, oh, well, how did you forget how to do certain moves? You're supposed to be a Jedi. And I'm like, well, it's been four years, you know, you you know, if you're not constantly working or something, yeah. you lose a little bit. So yeah. there's certain moves and mechanics that you learn, and the way they incorporate that into the story is your character can, you know, he has flashbacks, and he's like, oh, you know what, my, uh, my, um, uh, how to forget what the map they're just called the Padawan's masters are just called, like, Ma- master, called master, master, yeah. Yeah, he's like training them, he's like, okay. Like you learn how to do a wall run early, early in the game, and it's like you, there's a flashback of your master teaching you how to do it and stuff like that. And I feel like as you go through the game, mm-hmm. as you learn certain moves, like you learn new force abilities, he's gonna be like, "All right, let me go back to the first time I learned how yeah, to do this." And I think yeah. that's a cool touch. Can I ask you both a question? I know that you, neither of you have beaten the game, and you're both relatively early in the game. Uh, but I assume that you already can kind of, can you already know how this is going to kind of end since you know how four, well, this is between three and four, right? But the, yeah. the characters are all more, you know, created just for the game. Okay. So it's kind of like, what, what's his name? But, Cal Christus? Cal Christus, yeah, something like that. It's like he, you know, it's kind of like, you know, for all the, you know, like Star Wars fandom people, it's like after, you know... Anakin Skywalker killed everyone and killed all these people and then suffered in the fire and the lava and whatever. It's like right after that, mm-hmm. like four years after that, mm-hmm. Jedis are illegal. They're, you know, subject to extermination. And uh, I think that whatever you do with this character is might bridge the... I mean, it can't really bridge the gap. Because, because we're all one. Remember by, no, by Rogue well, One Day? Go ahead. No, because think, three was Revenge of the Sith, right? right. And then four was A New Hope. Mm-hmm. So by the time four comes around, the Empire is still like a booming And on thing. top of that, don't forget, and on top of that, by the time you get to Rogue One, takes place like what? Like hours before? Uh, I mean, the, the, the end of the movie is literally the beginning of A New Hope yeah. of Rogue One. Yeah. So you yeah. already, it's kind of one of those things where I'll put you like this. Two th- this is my opinion of what's going to happen. One of two things. Cal, uh, Cal's going to either be dead or he's going to go into hiding just like like uh, Obi, like Obi-Wan. And the, and the only thing I can see them doing is like in this new movie or in the new shows, maybe having a cameo because they do say this ties into the Mandalorian. So the only thing I can say is he might be in a bar, kind of like, you know, how like Wolverine cameos and yeah. the X-Men were like, uh, remember that scene in uh, in uh, Days of Future's Past where they're going, uh, they're going around and they're trying to recruit. Or no, I'm sorry, that was X-Men First Class where they're going and trying to recruit mutants. And uh, Wolverine, who's in hiding, he's in a bar. And then Professor X and Magneto are like, hey. And Wolverine's like, fuck off. And they're like, oh, okay. That's the only thing I can see them doing. I don't think he, I don't see how you can make a big dent. Because like I said, you would have to, by the time you get to A New Hope, people still think the Jedi aren't around. Yeah, he's probably going to like take down like some faction of the Jedi. That's what I'm thinking. And they're going to end it on this like pessimistic go, oh, he took down like. You know, one head of the high. But it wasn't you know? enough. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, two more are going to grow in its place. It's like, you know, they're going to have that kind so of... So since this game is just between... Or just takes place between the movies of three and four, it's still... Well, if you want to be technical, it technically takes place between this and World War One. Okay. Because we're... Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah that's I, fair. Let me, let me phrase that then. Uh, if this game taking place in between three and World One, 
it still allows an open interpretation of what the ending could be, even though you know how Rogue One starts? Well, no, because, I mean, for, for a Cal story, it can go any, either way, but it That's cannot, it cannot, well, yeah, he can, the only thing he can't do is, like, he can't take down the Empire. Okay. He, I think he can't take down the Empire. That's the only, like, that's probably the only thing that could be confirmed. Well, I don't, I don't want to, like, I mean, I'll, I'll spoil the, it's only the first chapter of the game. If you haven't, you know, played it, sorry. But, uh, you know, his friend, the guy he worked with, gets killed, you know, by, uh, by this one. This the, one the seventh, that, the second sister. Second sister bitch, yeah. <laughs> she's all hooded and shit. And you fight her at the end of the level. And you don't have to beat her because you get rescued before you can. Because I mean, I was I got body. I, I was losing. I got body. Yeah, I was, oh man, she wasn't playing. It was like playing Mortal Kombat against my dad. I was like, this is bullshit. Like oh you know, yeah, she yeah. bodies you. Yeah, she yeah. she rocks you, and they're like, oh, use dodge. I'm like, I'm using. Now dodge. I don't know if it's like a Sekiro type thing where if you. You know, even if you do technically beat her in the game where they have a cutscene that kind of... It would be the same. I yeah. guarantee you it would be the exact yeah. same. As it might be like you, you're getting yeah. ready to hit her with the last hit and then something happens. But um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, I mean, I, I think that it might end on this like very like... Yeah, it's going to end on a pessimistic note. The game, though, seems really fun. I mean, I like the game a lot. I, I like mean, the I game like, and the story. I like even the attention to detail that they chose to do. I know for me, maybe this is maybe for you guys as Star Wars fans, but even like when you were going through a cave and he was using the lightsaber as a Hell light, yeah. like he was holding that. Like I huh. thought, I thought that was really cool. The fact that they tried to keep the like, I guess like the burn mark oh, after yeah, the you burn cut marks, something yeah. down. Uh, I really, I just, I like the attention to detail. I, it's not that I don't like Star Wars. I think Star Wars has a really cool lore. I just for some reason, can't get into it. I wonder if I was around in the 70s when it first came out, if it would be something I really enjoyed. Mm. My dad was never the type of person to push Star Wars on me, even though he really liked it. Uh, did your parents push Star Wars on you? Like, was they like, this is, no. I wouldn't say pushed. I mean, my dad had the... Did they make the you sit VHS in front of it? Did they set it up? No, and like, no. Watch. I, I feel like I, with most families, it's just... We just, just we just watched it. I feel like every time I hear someone talk about it, it's like, my dad like set this up for me, and they were like, you're about to watch the best movie ever. And then, like, because they're five and impressionable, they're like, yeah, this is the best movie. And then they kind of... See, that wasn't... Like, that actually... Like, my experience was, like, I always knew they had the, the triple VHS box set of it. Uh-huh. And That's the, worth a lot of money, isn't it? They don't have any more. So <laughs> yeah, it is because it had because that's the only way you can watch because you know George Lucas just likes to yeah. remake his stuff. So they have certain. So that's a collectible item. Should we go yeah. rob my parents what? <laughs> right now? Right now? Yeah, bring Put it on the podcast. We're going in the we're car. Going mobile. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, but uh, you know they had it, and the artwork was really cool because every uh, like you know like the VHS would be a box set, but each VHS would have its cover. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like you know. So a each hope, cover, a new hope had Darth Vader on it, you know, and then like Empire Strikes Back had like the uh, what are those big ass walkers called the the Tauntauns? the AT 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 yeah yeah okay yeah that shit was on like one of them and I was like whoa from Episode Five yeah Empire Strikes Back and then Return of the Jedi had I think like luke or yoda or someone on it and i was like whoa this shit looks so cool when i was mm-hmm. a kid and i i, I think it, i wasn't like super young i was probably like maybe like i had to be over like 10 years old and i think i asked my dad like, what is this you know like you know you never know when you're a kid and you see that you're like this is porn because <laughs> that green guy you know that's weird yeah but it's like 
I asked him, he was like, oh, it's Star Wars. He's like, oh, you want to watch it? And I was like, sure. And, you know, like, when you're growing up in the 90s, it's like, even the shit from the 70s, you're like, oh, that's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. now, now you're like, fuck that. That shit's I'm pretty stupid. sure if I showed that to, like, my brother's daughter... She'd be like, "This is crazy." Oh, this oh, is, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. can't sit here and watch they this. They had to use goddamn toy models yeah. to make like really. What I used Jim Henson wasn't no, that wasn't Jim Henson. No, no, it no, wasn't Jim Henson. But uh, the guy who did it like won a shit ton of awards mm-hmm. too. And I mean, they had to make like scale models to like. I will say, I will say, cool. like what George Lucas did back in the seventies. That that's amazing to this day. So like I get what I, you're saying. Yeah. I don't think it's one of the best movies, but I understand like its importance to what it did for film mm-hmm. because no one was really able to pull something like that off. What was it? Seventy eight. The first one came out. Was yeah, it, I think it was like the seventy. Yeah, the late seventies. I think the, it was the eighties for the other two. I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, for the most part, though, uh, with the game, though, like I said, it's it's, it's a solid game. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing more. There was one point that I was going to mention, and I actually uh, forgot it, but I uh, so far. What like about said, those low times? That's what I was going to mention. Those low, the low times, times are, are atrocious, man. If uh, anybody remembers Bloodborne, uh, it's the Bloodborne low times where it's like two hours. Or two hours. It felt like two hours. Uh, two. It's like two minutes, and that doesn't sound like a long time, but this is a game where you will be dying a lot if you didn't play the uh, story mode. Now, the only thing that this does have over like a Souls-type game is where you can adjust the difficulty, but I don't, wanna, I don't oh, want the game being... Yeah, yeah, you could adjust. Yeah. But it, it is a challenging game, and you will die. In a game where you're going to die a lot, you definitely don't want to be... Uh, you know, somebody... Uh, there was a video that I did. I forget if it was... Be- Beyond Polygons, there was some YouTube channel, and they actually did an estimate of like an average platformer, where if you die, and let's say there's like a 30 to 40 second, you know, respawn time. Let's say you died 80 times to 100 times, you just sat through maybe 40 minutes to an hour of uh, oh, yeah. So I mean, it, it does add up and stuff like that. So hopefully they come out with a patch for that. No, I don't know, because I, I haven't played it on the PC, but if it was play. The, the load time, do you think it's just because it's on the console? or It could be. Okay. I mean, I don't think it's... I mean, the game looks nice, but I don't think it's that, you know... Well, I'm not saying... Because load times can be due to the hard drive. Oh, okay. How fast the hard drive... You're asking falls. the wrong person Sorry. with okay, that. Okay, never I think, mind. I think, um, um, if I ever get it on the PC, because I do look for... I actually do want to check this game out. What you said about it being the Mordor of Star Wars, you know, this game, makes me really want to check it out. So I probably will be getting it on PC. And if I do, I'll have to make sure you guys check it out in Ultra Graphics and 4K and... Uh, I, I I like what the game has, and I like the gameplay of it. It feels like the character isn't a heavy character. He feels light. I like how he kind of flips around. The sword action seems pretty smooth. Uh, I haven't seen many abilities, but I'm sure with a Star Wars game, there's probably going to be some really cool abilities you'll unlock later on. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. I've so. actually read... Uh, it's not really a spoiler about the game, but I read that... Uh, you get really heavy customization over your lightsaber, mm-hmm. and like the so hilt, the color, the uh, grip. Does that contribute to any stats in the game, or is it just like cosmetic? I think mostly cosmetic. That's still really cool, though. But I, I mean, lightsabers, nice. yeah. lightsabers are cool. I, well, I there's a, there's a skill cool. tree, so it's not like you just you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it's a Star Wars game. Jedi's don't use anything but lightsabers, so you're sticking with the lightsaber, but you get different abilities, and you get to you yeah. still get to like upgrade your guy and stuff like that. So. That's what I've heard. Yeah, it's like Sekiro, where it's like, okay, you, you you only get a sword, but you get other things to kind of help you out and stuff. And I like 
that um, we've talked about this, I think, kind of last week with Death Stranding, but I like how they are using like an actual actor. That's what um, I was going to mention. You know what? Because that's actually I, when, I, when I saw the cover, I was like, this guy looks really familiar. Wait, who is it? I, I don't know his name, but I've seen him in uh, Shameless. He's the, I guess he was in Joker, too. He, he not not uh, the movie the Joker. Gotham, Gotham. Gotham series. He was the Joker. Um, but in Shameless, he is the uh, he's one of the Gallagher's. One of the brothers. The, yeah, he's yeah. The, the gay one. So uh, it was interesting to be like, oh, I this face looks familiar. And then I saw an article the other day, and it was like what his, what his opinions was on him playing that role. And I was like, oh, that's why he looks so familiar, because he played the character. Well, now, so. you, you mentioned Death Stranding. I, I don't know if both of you are playing that. Are you playing? I'm, are you I'm playing? not playing. <laughs> Good. I and disagree. Been, it depends on who you are. I've been watching gameplay videos of it. What do you and... think? Let's hear it. <sighs> I'm kind of glad I didn't get it (laughs) because I'm like, all right, like it seems like a lot of walking. Yes. And if I'm doing that much walking in a game, I should be doing that much walking in my goddamn real life. (laughs) Like I'm like if they they traverse and they 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 pinpoint how many miles you walk in the game, and you're like. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So, like, it makes me feel like a real lazy piece of shit just watching something. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So, and and I, does the combat get better? Is there nope. more combat-based so, things? We, we talked about it last week. How, there, I hear there is some. I hear after it. after I, chapter, I so I didn't get a chance to play. Well, okay, I didn't get a chance to play this week. Um, I launched my PS4 to someone. Uh, I'm hoping to get back into it because I, unlike Daryl, I actually do kind of enjoy it. And it's not to say it's a, you know, I can see where a lot of people dislike it because it is. It's a, it's a, essentially a walking simulator. I said last week it was like if you were doing Amazon Prime in a dystopia because you're delivering all these packages and having to cross all this uh, land. Is the story good? Yes. I enjoyed the story. However, I have heard that the story doesn't delve too far into the theme more than what you see in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So... If you already kind of can get the gist of what's going on in the beginning, you're not going to see too much of a development in the in the terms of from beginning to end. Now, are I know you're both playing it, but you're not putting it on your. List. Uh, like I, I said, I for this week, this week, for this week, I lent my PS4 to someone, so I could not play it. I do but plan on just generally from. I'll probably if you want to borrow it, man, you could copy because I'm not. I'm not touching I'm that. I don't have time right now. I found the game to be therapeutic, as I said last week. I mean, week. I got Star Wars. That's what I'm no, saying. I, I think I think if you have your other games that you like, this isn't a game. I feel like if you haven't played a game person. since like the '90s, like you might love this game. It's like I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to watch an 80 hour. Like if you just came out you of know? a couple. That's what I. That's what I, I said. Is I said he should I just stop do. making games. Because he wanted to be a film director. He could be like Alan Moore, who wants to make a, a book that's 10,000 pages long. It's like, yeah, I like Alan Moore. Would I read his book that's 10? No, I would never read that. No, me neither. Well, you know, if, if you ever get around and trying it, tell me what you think. I, I, like looked, I, said, I, I, found, it, I found it therapeutic. I don't know if it's worth $60. I'm not paying full price. Yeah, don't pay yeah. full price uh, if you Absolutely can borrow not. it from Daryl. Um, you can borrow anytime you want. <laughs> but that's not on your list, though. So you said uh, we already had one. The Jedi, the Star Wars. Oh, I only right? got two because it's been a long week for sure. me. So Absolutely. I was going to say uh, my, my last one I kind of touched on earlier is The Mandalorian. Um, oh, for sure. Because, for sure. like I said, we, we do digital media as well. So um, I watched the first uh, episode and then a little bit of the second episode. And uh, I like I like it. I mean, I think that. Um, now, for. Someone like me, I have no idea what a Mandalorian is. What is a Mandalorian? It's a uh, 
uh, I wouldn't even call them a race of people. They're more like a culture almost. But they uh, they're are they becoming extinct? Is that is that their thing? No, they're um. So the main thing behind the Mandalorians were the it's the same uh group of people that Boba Fett is is from. So Boba Fett is one of the most popular Star Wars characters. He's like a clone trooper, isn't he? He's like a is that blasphemy? You just gave well, me a look like no, I said. Well, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I'm he, sorry. Like, he's no, like, you're not wrong, but I wouldn't phrase it that way. He's like <laughs> a person underneath the armor. No, he is a clone, though. Remember in, in, in episode yeah, two? Yeah. But yeah. He, he, the only difference between him and the rest of the clones is that Jango. Not Jango, right? Right, but yeah, yeah. Boba Fett. I assume they're brothers. No, they're uh, father, father and son. son. Yeah. Oh. The only difference between uh, Boba Fett and the rest of the clones is that Jango Fett specifically said he wanted one clone to raise as his son. Yeah, and that was yeah. that was Boba Fett. Okay. Jango Fett was a G in the fucking. I ain't gonna prequel, lie, dude. bro. Oh, people hate the prequels. I ain't gonna lie, that was a cool <laughs> scene, though, and I like that because you know Jango Fett or Boba Fett didn't like Obi Wan or uh, didn't like uh, the Jedi, and now you're like, I I get it, I get it. I understand why. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, the prequels were... Oh, they were so no, I'm going to put you like this. The prequels, when they did some stuff right, they, they went... They did some right, right. with the, the, the octopus yeah. arms? Like, come on, dude. And all his lightsabers were uh, from it, Jedi that he killed? killed the, oh, man. Wow. That's so this guy G. sounds like a savage. He no, was he, a, he, he was a, lightsabers. He was a droid. But he, so he, he, no, he, he was a real species, but he he made himself a droid. Oh, is that why he was breathing off? Yeah, the he, the he actually was a real species. Yeah. I forgot what the name of that species is. But um, he got he like got that. injured because the Jedi's would injure him, and he would just repair himself. It's like Deus Ex, like the yeah. body modification, yeah. type shit, you know. And he would every time he killed the Jedi, he would take his like because remember he want remember he wanted Obi Wan's lightsaber. He's mm-hmm. like, I want that lightsaber. That was his thing. He's like a serial killer where he's like, every time I kill you, I want to take a part of you. He was and people That's hate, cool. They yeah. Hate, yeah, people hate those movies. I love no, but Grievous was a fan favorite. Grievous is he was people yeah. do like, like, was like cool. six arms. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's, yeah. A, he's in a movie. I thought he was only on the TV show. No, he was in a TV show at first, and then they put him into the movies. Yeah. Which one? The most recent ones that came out? No, he's dead. In Clo- so. He's in oh, Clone wow. Wars. He's in Clone he's Wars. He's in Clone. But Clone Wars came out. Remember it's, the Clone- isn't that a TV show? There's two Clone so Wars. There's there's oh. Gendry there's Gendry to Tarkovsky's Clone Wars from like 2003 yeah. to 2005, Attack and they were like Clones. five minutes. And then there was Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which is that 3D, which is the 3D one that came out in like 2010. And uh, they ended it. So there's there's actually three Clone Wars. There's the movie Attack of the Clones, and it all takes place during the Clone Wars, okay. which is uh, basically like I said, Boba Fett is basically a clone. A st- so, so to give you some some background, the stormtroopers, the original OG stormtroopers, were designed to uh, fight in the Clone Wars. So and they were designed by the Empire to take out the Jedi. So. Uh, they were like, oh, we want to clone one of the best, you know, bounty hunters, which was Jango Fett. So Jango Fett was like this, like, you know, badass and stuff like badass. He assassin. was so cool. He was. He, I mean, like, he was just sniping. He's just sniping dudes. But um, they came in and like, well, we want to clone you. So they cloned him. And then, like I said, he was like, OK, I just want one clone to raise as my child. That was Boba Fett. Boba Fett was a kid in episode two. So... Um, the rest of the clones, they essentially look just like Boba Fett and Jango Fett. Like, they take off their helmets. Like, even in the Clone yeah. Wars series, yeah. they have a few uh, stormtroopers that decided to be good. Okay. They take off, they all look the same. Okay. So, um... And these are all... Now, just to also bring this full circle, you did say that these are Mandalorians, which is a culture. Technically, te- so, so, so the stormtroopers, if you look at the stormtrooper and the Mandalorian armor, they look very similar. 
They based the Stormtrooper design off of Jango Fett, and Jango Fett is a Mandalorian. So they tweaked it a little bit, but that's why Boba Fett looks similar to, to the Stormtrooper armor because the Stormtroopers were based off of Jango Fett, which is a Mandalorian. So I guess it'd be like if I was like, you know, part of a certain culture of people and let's say I had a certain. So way is of, he responsible for like making the culture what it is? No, he's just. Well, I mean, because you say it sounds like he has kind of an influence. I mean, he's just an assassin. That, he's just I know, assassin. but it's not, you said everyone's kind of based off of him i mean not i guess no the clones are the clones right. are right in the clones i think it's just more so like oh thank you for letting us use your likeness um and it'd be like if like the best way i can describe it is you know like bob marley is like a rastafarian sure and people like have that look like people yeah. associate that look with bob marley bob marley didn't create rastafarianism but he's associated with it because well, he's a popular it's, it's kind of like that with the mandalorian like jingle fett is of mandalorian culture but his clones really aren't, but they're based off of, like, his style. Because like, that's how the armor is. is. That's how the Mandalorian armor looks. Okay, so clones are not necessarily Mandalorians. But they, they are. They just look, look, represent, or they, they look don't. like, not represent, but they, they have the appearance of a Mandalorian because they rep- they are cloned from uh, uh, Jango Jen- Fett. Fett. Thank you. Yes. Um, so Mandalorians... <laughs> What is their culture about? Why is it uh, so they're like a, they're like a, they're, they're some they of the brutalest because they're some of the most brutal and badasses in the game. They, they they are yeah no exactly okay so yeah. this is just a show of savagery. No, because here's the thing that I think, and this is coming from somebody who has never seen any of the Mandalorian yet, but from what I've heard, is that it's its own like you know creative egg of a story set in an already developed world. Okay, I agree one percent with what he just said. Okay, it's like okay, you know, things have happened already. You're in between episodes. You're in between films, and you can still tell a pretty good story. Mm-hmm. And that's actually where they fucked up with the whole uh, Han Solo shit. Yeah, yeah, you could put fucking Donald Glover in it. Not gonna make it a hit. Exactly. You know? it, it was. It, it wasn't necessary. They're trying to ride off nostalgia with Solo, whereas like I feel like with the difference between like this. Like La- Last Jedi and Rogue One is that you don't have to be a Star Wars fan. It's just a good story. People you don't have to be a Star Wars fan. He was a dick in the first episode. Episode four. He, he was. was. He was. An he was. Well, I wouldn't want to chill yeah. with that dude. But he is Indiana Jones. Yeah, so that is true. It's like, no, nah, but I mean, well, see, like I said, he we, wasn't even an actor. That's what I heard. They just wow. was like, yeah. He was a uh, carpenter. And that's he what was I heard. Working out oh. George Lucas's house. And you want to roll in my movie? You, you want to be in Star Wars? Wars? You know what? I'm not gonna lie, George Lucas. Not looking back, I was like, yep, he would do that. He would be the how, type of guy to do something. How play. flattering! Like you did so well carpenting my yeah. house that I would like you to star in my movie. What if yeah. you paid him less as an actor than he did as a carpenter, and that was the real reason? It's like you still got to be my carpenter. Be famous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you're gonna be a famous carpenter, right? But so uh, let's hear about this. Let's hear about this Mandalorian. So, so I've asked a whole bunch of questions. So I kind of took you off of the top. Basically, so like with the Mandalorian, the, the reason why I feel like it's a good show because Nick said it perfectly. You don't have to be a Star Wars fan. Now there are Easter eggs and there's certain things that you'll get, like the ending of episode one. I'm not gonna tell you because he's like I said, he, the Mandalorians they do a lot of bounty work because like I said, they're some of the most they're like Spartans. They're some of the most badass um, warriors in the galaxy, and I'm talking about like there's they're, they're, they're dangerous. Like it'd be like you meet a Mandalorian, you like right, I'm not messing with him. But so this takes place literally after episode six. So this is between episode six and episode seven. 
Uh, the Empire is fallen, and Empire is this evil organization. But the thing I like about the show is that, like I said, you don't have to be a Star Wars fan. It's just good storytelling. You know, the Empire failed, and the Empire provided a lot of jobs. We see this nowadays in modern politics, where we have certain parties where people, their defense is, well, this party might be bad, but at least where people are working and stuff So does like it that. represent a modern uh, political you climate? Could, I would say... Yes and no. I would say if you want to see that, you can definitely see it. People don't have jobs right now. Um, a lot of people, like there's stormtroopers that are now out of work. They can't do anything. So what do you do when you don't have work? You go into crime. So this is what this is showing. This is like why I like it, because it's like, OK, like, you know, the empire is evil and stuff like that. But like real life, no matter what. what, what, what government you're in, there's still a structure and there's still people that are benefiting from that. So now you have this group of people where they're like, okay, cool, like Luke and Leia and all these people are celebrating, the Jedis are coming back. But now you got thousands of stormtroopers that don't have jobs. The galaxy is in chaos. There's nobody policing the galaxy. So this is where the Mandalorian starts. It's like a Western, like Nick said. It's basically a Western. It's like the Wild West. There's no laws, there's no government, there's nothing. So now this, you know, in the first episode, you have this Mandalorian who's unnamed, uh, played by Pascal. Uh, Pedro Pascal from Breaking Bad and uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, not Breaking Bad, Narcos and uh, Game of Thrones. Um, but um, he's basically, uh, you know, doing bounties, trying to earn money. And I feel like as the story goes on, it's going to tie in. But like Nick said, it's basically just a Western under the guise of Star Wars. I mean, he's, you know, walking around. I mean, it's so much of a Western. There's that cliche scene where you walk into a saloon. Yeah. You know, there's that guy who looks rough and he's looking at you and I am. He's like, what are you looking at? Have uh, have you guys both uh, seen the Breaking Bad movie, El Camino? Not yet. Oh, dude, there's a scene in there, man. I, I, I don't even think I should say it because it's kind of a spoiler. I haven't sorry. seen it. I want to see it. No, don't see say it. anything. I, I don't say anything. I won't say anything then. Damn it. I'm but. sorry. It's so apropos, too. That's that's the sad thing is that, oh, man. All right. I I'm think, sorry. Forget I, it. I'm sorry. Forget it. This is bullshit. <laughs> I, think, I think you guys are like, well, I don't know if Jake, you would like it, but I know you definitely enjoy it. There's a, But there are Easter eggs, too, because like, um, like I said, I don't want to ruin it because it's a new show, but that, that ending episode... You see something. Wait, you already finished it? I saw. I finished the first episode, but I didn't finish oh, the second okay, episode. So the end of the first episode, when you find out what he's picking up, you're like, oh, dude, I, I, I oh already, you already know? I've already read up. Oh, so you know what he picks up, right? Of episode two, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, and that that got me. Like so I was like, oh, no, man, I gotta watch this. It's gonna be a good show. I know it is, and it had a lot of so, streaming problems to begin with. The first day. Oh, we're gonna talk about that in our. <laughs> I don't know if you saw a comedian uh, Nick Swordson was like, oh gonna watch mandalorian on disney plus and he clicks it <laughs> and then in the video it says oh no something <laughs> went wrong and he just goes oh no oh no i'll show you one no disney and he's just go oh man it was like i heard all this shit i mean there's it. a lot of people to be fair i mean they have over 10 million people who no, have signed no. up no we'll, we'll talk about that okay we'll talk about that right, yeah, so, for sure for sure Real quick though, you mentioned something you said at the end of the this first episode he picks up something that I assume only a Star Wars fan would recognize. Yeah, like like no, you don't have to, no, you don't have to be a Star okay. Wars fan, but to know the lore behind the significance of what he picked up. So be, if I watched it, I'd be like, okay, he'd be like, oh, it's just whatever. He's just picking up a rock. Mm-hmm. Exactly. In reality, this rock is the secret of the universe. It, it'd be like if you watched like like if you weren't a fan of like Dragon Ball Z, and then like you know Goku picks up a Dragon Ball, you know, and you're just like. Okay, okay, so it's just, 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 it's just orange. What's yeah, but then, yeah. You know that that's coming to Netflix 2020, right? 
All of Dragon and Ball Z. And you have never finished Oh, man. All, All right. of Dragon Ball Z is coming to Netflix. Now, I actually went above and beyond and bought the... The complete uh, series? No. Oh. <laughs> not, I'm, I'm not made of money. Oh. No, uh, I bought the uh, Cell, the Cell season. Oh, I love, that's my favorite that's saga. The best, that's, yeah. that's the best uh, saga. Yeah. Well, I, okay, I'll, I'll say maybe the only one closest to it is the Frieza one. Yeah. The Frieza one. Is Everyone loves the Frieza one. I, I love Cell, though, the oh. Cell one. I Dude, love the tournament. Yeah, even more perfect. Gohan. Oh, yes. oh, man. All right, we're about to get into anime, uncharted anime territory yeah, here. This is getting no Vegeta <laughs> rocks, but no. Yeah, Goku's a bitch. Uh, <laughs> no, but I was gonna say about the uh, the Mandalorian. Like I said, yeah. you know, there's there's Easter eggs in there. Um, there's even stuff that went over my head. Like I guess they referenced the Christmas special, which is the nice. first appearance of both. Well, was the That's first the appearance of both. Yeah, first appearance of both. So you know, um, but. Uh, I, I can't wait to see what's going on. Like I said, they, they do a really good job. How did they introduce Boba Fett, this man that you just described as like the most it, badass he, person in a Christmas special? They, well, here's the, Boba Fett was in the original run. He was only in episode five. Did he sign five, the limbs of his six, victims? Five and six. Okay. But here's the weird thing about did Boba he Fett. Here's, well, here's, I'm going to give you some trivia. Boba Fett actually became popular because of his mysteriousness. And if you want to yeah. be honest, in the yeah. five and six, he really didn't do much. He just no, was just there. Actually, in the prequel, Jango Fett does a lot yeah, more Jango shit. Yeah, Fett, he was in like 15 minutes. Question. This is a man who... I'm gonna, I was going to tell for you. For Christmas? Special. It was just... They wanted to sell toys, Jake. That's what I was trying to get wow. to. A lot of... So, you know, back then they wanted to sell toys, so they were introducing just any and everybody. And Boba Fett was just there. Basically, George Lucas, like, he just looks cool. Are those toys worth a lot? Yes. I'm pretty sure that I'm no one bothered. Dude, yeah. I'm pretty sure no one cared about those toys when they came out. And then once he became an actual character, probably people Well, he looked cool. He was, a, he was a popular character. He like, the fans... Cool, but that's all, not enough. No, but, I mean, fan, but I'm trying to tell you, the fan base <laughs> liked him ever since his first appearance. He just, okay. he just was a character. Now, like I said, in the main movies, he was not touched upon. But in the, in the extended, you know, lore, that's when they added more to him as a character. I'm going to look uh, up how much a... While you continue talking about it, I'm but, curious to see how much a Boba Fett... Boba Fett, really, right? I, I really want to watch Boba, uh, Mandalorian. Boba you know? Fett, 1970s. No, but yeah, definitely I recommend The Mandalorian. I think it's going to be a good show. It just got renewed for a second season. My only criticism with it is that the episodes are short. The first one's 40 minutes and then the rest are like 30 minutes. I don't care. So that's too short. Dude, I mean... I just, I guess I've just been playing too many video games, dude. Because like, I'll sink like six hours of gaming in a night. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I was just two hundred eighty-four. Oh my god, that's me. For <laughs> for <laughs> a one by so what a six. Of I feel like it'd be more than that. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that's pretty cheap. I was expecting more. I mean, okay, it's a lot for a toy. Okay, if if, but if George Lucas masturbated on it, it'd be worth like. 10 I wouldn't even want. Wow. No, you know. He's someone, not lying. No, though. you know someone. Who wow. Absolutely. Oh, George Lucas is a visionary. <laughs> <laughs> he had a plan for that. It's like quoting Eminem: "Visionary, vision is scary." Ooh. <laughs> God, how do you ever make a career? Jesus. We were just uh, talking about how. Eminem uses iambic pentameter for his song "Lose Yourself" because Dude, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a lot of yeah, and that's because he has that emphasis on every other word that you know. Uh, it's clever because like I, yeah, iambic goes like de dum de like, oh, the, the, yeah. like there's an emphasis on every other syllable, mm -hmm. and that's kind of what gives him like almost that aggressiveness in his music, but it's also like really enjoyable. So 
But that okay, that was just a they, lame thing. That was just a lame oh, thing. I oh, thought I thought you were Subway. That, that no, that makes sense. There, uh, you know, uh, that Wu Tang song Triumph. No. And it's like uh, the intro verse is done by Inspector Deck, and they say a lot of like people who teach poetry and shit, they uh, they pull up that verse. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Because like I mean, he he goes on and he says shit like, you know, he I think he starts his verse and he's like, I bomb atomically. Uh, Socrates' philosophies cannot be uh, denying how I'm dropping these mockeries or some shit. Okay, it's like, like, oh wow, like that's all sounding like iambic pentameter too. Yeah, so. it, yeah, it's oh my god, that's it's pretty cool. Smart. I'm gonna have to look that up later. It's, it's nice. It's, I, I know that's like because Shakespeare, Shakespeare, <laughs> the original rapper, he used the iambic original rapper. Yeah, because he uses iambic pentameter. And it was funny back in his day. He wouldn't even consider he was he, he wouldn't even consider high art. I don't know about that. No, that actually is very true. Okay. They say you go to a sh- like Shakespeare back in the day was like once to go see any movie. It was just you know people like you sat in the front row, people was talking, people was being goofy, people was throwing stuff at the stage. But no, what I'm saying is people are like nowadays we Shakespeare is high art, but back in his day he wasn't. Oh, considered. I get what you mean. I'm yeah. sorry. I misunderstood. Yeah. When you said high art, I was thinking like he wasn't making money because oh he no he was, but he, he made money. Dude, it's like but, uh, Vincent Van Gogh. And he no. never sold a painting. Really? The only painting oh, yeah, he sold a... was to his brother. Oh, what a good brother. Theo, uh, Theo Van Gogh. Oh, what a good guy. Yeah. So that was for Mandalorian. So the two things that you played, both Star Wars related, was Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order? Yep. Yes. Jedi Fallen Order. I always want to say Fallen Order. And the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very so, Star Wars uh, themed week here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Star yeah. Wars is making a cut, and then they have their new movie coming out, right? Yeah, Christmas and, Day. Uh, you're exploring other worlds, right? More yeah. space exploration, yeah. which would uh, lead me to ask you, Nick. You're playing a game that involves space exploration, right? Absolutely. What game? What game are you playing right now? I am playing Outer Worlds. Nice. And I have not been more thrilled with a game in a very, very long time. And how far are you? Because I've talked about this past couple of weeks. I, do you want me to say in terms of the story? Do you hmm. want me to say in terms of that? What planet are you on? I am on Tartarus. Okay. So Tartarus, is, that's probably like it the is last. A, is that the last one? It's a prison planet. Can I actually, because yeah. Jake mentioned that there's like Shakti, the, the uh, Shakti? Shakti, not Shakti, I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> Uh, Pervati. 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 Yeah. The so, asexual crew member. What? No. Oh, yeah. She's asexual. Yeah, I would say asexual. She's That's got good. a fucking dynamite personality. She is. And she's trying to be bisexual with this other female mechanic, and you got to help her. It's mm-hmm. true. And you get a shit ton of experience if you do it. And she's, like, super, like, fangirling over her. She's like, I just don't know what to do. She I want to send this text. Poem. Yeah, and, like, the, the poem's, the poem's kind of bad, but she's like, <laughs> so but she's like I don't know what it means. Does she like me? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's... it's, it's oh, did you take her to the bar? I did. Get her drunk? I, no, yeah. I didn't get her drunk. Oh, I, I persuaded her, her otherwise, because no, she was like, thanks for telling me not to drink. And then we went back, and she's like, I was like, go for it. Go and ask her out. And I will say what I liked about it is um, typically with like homosexual relationships, it's always they're so stereotypically portrayed as like, hello. But like, she's not that. No, no, she's like, I I would see her as just a normal person. And I think that's what all relationships should be portrayed as. And that's what I really liked about it. But I stopped you from asking your question. No, I was say, um, so I noticed they got a lot of, you know, religious references. So you said TARDIS and like mytholo- mythological references. So yeah. is this game like, I asked Jake this, 
I know you 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 like into you know that stuff too. So like, is it like a lot of like, you know, I guess different mythologies like in in this because like like you said, you got Pravati, you got Tartarus, which is it's a prison planet, but yeah. Tartarus was the prison in Greek mythology. It's Hades. I would say there's a lot of involvement of different beliefs in there. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say they all involve religion because there's um I'm right now on Monarch and one of the I think the Iconoclast, is that sound right? Iconoclast. Uh you go I just literally I just met them the other day, so I didn't get to get too much information, but they were like, We pretty much pledge our allegiance to this person and they seem kinda like a prophet mm-hmm. and it sounds like there's always a form of belief that's rooted in everything that they do. Mm-hmm. And whether you know, it kind of feels religious, but I don't think it's necessarily like, well, I would say they almost view him as a god sometimes. And maybe that's part of what the theme is, because like I said, it's all about power. And sometimes being viewed as a god means that you have too much power. Yeah. So, uh, but you you are at Tartarus and it's the prison planet. And what's uh, what's been going on here in Tartarus? What uh, Any philosophical dilemmas that have been... The thing is, right before you enter Tartarus, is that a warning comes up and says, you know, make sure you did everything that you want to do because this is like a point of no return situation. Now, in the game, I mean, I definitely did a lot already, but at the point that I'm at, and I mean, see, that's the thing. I don't know if I really want to spoil anything. Right. I I would say please try to, because I actually am looking. Is there anything you could say? That would be what, spoiler what, free. All right. I mean. So like I said, the last thing I've done was speak to the iconoclast. There was literally a person waiting at the door and she's like, darn, I wish I had a pamphlet to tell you everything about oh, our. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you can side with them or against them. That's kind of what it, the iconoclast. That's what it boils down. To. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what it seemed like. Cause she, she was talking about how there's these different factions and that seems to be a big theme in the game. There is a lot of like choosing allegiance with one group oh, or yeah. another and each one has like a, very different philosophy a different dilemma and it's choosing like pretty much your force as the player to choose who you agree with the most and sometimes it's so black and white that you don't always 100 percent agree with them yeah so you choose the one that you feel is like the greater of two evils but i mean even so i mean i've done you know like pretty questionable things in the game oh yeah too. Oh, yeah. what did you, you know what i haven't talked about this uh two weeks ago when i said uh i should so you have the adelila the first where you have to choose to get the electric conduit for your for your aircraft, the unreliable. Oh, okay. And you talk to the guy, and he's like, "Well, if you can convince these people to come back, I can give you the conduit." And did then you, you go it? and I. So this is what I did. Uh-oh. I got the so I got the conduit. Uh, I, or I should say, I gave power to the guy with the bolo hat. I don't even remember his name. The guy with the hat, and then the I the board member. The board member, and then. Uh, I went to Adelila and I told her what I did, but then I, the way that I saw it, the way that I had envisioned in my head, because I stood at the screen for a while choosing, thinking who I would give the power, the, you know, literal electrical power to. And um, in my head, I had already chosen that I was going to give him the power, kill him, and then let her take over. So I don't even have to kill him. You don't, you don't, you can convince him to leave, but uh, I decided to kill him. And when I did, <laughs> did you kill him or no? No, I convinced him to leave. When I, I wish I killed him because yeah, I hate see, the board more and more as I played the game. Oh, that's interesting. See, uh, Pravati, when you kill him, she's like, 
And she's kind of like the moral compass, I would say. Of she's the, a great, yeah. great NPC. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly. I love her as a companion. She might be actually one of my favorite companions in She a game. might be the hidden gem of that game, yeah, yeah. to be honest. I, yeah. um, I really enjoy... The, the asexual... Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's progressive, but it's not like in your jamming face. in your yeah, face. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's very... Perfect. I, it's very subtle, and it's done it. in such a and good she, way. she's so innocent. She it's is. Like, it's, I, it's the greatest. It is. Who is, out of curiosity, who are your two companions in this? Okay, that so that, that I use the most. Uh, yeah, I guess I should say. I, I would say uh, Nioka. Okay, she was the pink haired girl, right? She's the pink haired girl? Mm-hmm. Dude, she's cool. Dude, yeah, I, I kind of like, like the first time she's you met She's like, oh, a suicide mission? Sounds mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. no wonder I'm picking you. <laughs> so I actually, I picked her because I gave her the best armor and guns that I had okay. in my backstock. And then uh, I use Felix a lot. Okay. Uh, just because, like, I, I did give, I, I mean, I gave all of them better armor okay. and better guns. Like, after I got to a certain level, I'm like, I hadn't changed anything about them. Okay. And I was like, I should, I'm getting, like, guns that are dropping at, like, 700, you know, yeah, DPS. DPS. And I'm like, uh, they should have it because yeah. I'm upgrading mine. And it does, I don't, if I'm not mistaken, at least I haven't come across this. It doesn't seem like they have ammo restrictions. Like, they can no. shoot forever. So I do kind of try to give them like if they have a machine gun that has crazy TPS, give it to them because oh, they do not have the ammo restriction. Yeah, um, and, and melee weapons as well I give them. Yeah, yeah. Very, I give them very... one melee weapon and I give them one uh I don't know I don't know if you can even give them two guns actually. But um, I think you can. You can I do okay. I think you can. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've always just given them one gun <laughs> and that is the um the one gun and the melee weapon. Yeah. But the team that I've been running with, and I haven't changed it once, was uh, Ellie. Ellie's tight. Dude. I like I like Ellie. She has a medical background. Yeah, yeah. She know? she gives me a, a good medical boost. I think she also has a boost in a dialogue, and so mm-hmm. does Pervati. Mm-hmm. So my persuasion stats already really high, and I think they give me about like a fifteen to twenty boost on my dialogue. So I'm almost at like a hundred, and I'm only like level sixteen or something. Like oh, that. see, I'm at so, level uh, twenty-eight. Whoa, gee. Yeah. Okay, but it, it's a good game. But, really, fun. Uh, I'm not even done with the story. Right, right. Yeah. You're like, I'm, right. You're getting towards the end, yeah. since you got that Tartarus uh, notification. Well, have you gone to Byzantium yet? Nope. Okay. Or maybe no. That doesn't sound like a. That doesn't sound like a place I've been to. I went there and I, I didn't botch the quest, but I did it in a way that ended hostile. Ooh. So I killed a bunch of people <laughs> in this building, and then now every time I walk through Byzantium, that city. Every guard is hostile, but it, you you notice if you kill them, they don't come back. Oh, okay. So they're there's no it's permadeath pretty much yeah. on those. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I um when I killed the guy with the bolo hat, originally they were all hot. That whole community was hostile towards me. Yeah. And then once I told Adelila like he's dead, she next time I came back to the planet, she took over and they didn't care anymore. So I actually like that they even put a detail to like. They knew yeah. that me and Adelila were cool, so once she got in the position of power there, I was cool. You were fine, yeah. Me. So I, I really enjoy that game. I think it'll be definitely like in my top five games it's, for this year. I it's, mean, it's just so much fun, and it's people who left Bethesda. Yep, yep. And you know they were big on what Fallout Three. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, they were Fallout developers. I mentioned that uh, every time I kind of like summarize it, I mention how they were Fallout developers, and you can see that in this game. But oh, I still, absolutely. I mean, um, I know you said you played Skyrim. Have you played a lot of Fallout or no? I played a lot of uh, Fallout Three. Same here, same here. I played and a lot I think of Fallout Three. New Vegas. I, think. 
I heard New Vegas is a lot of fun, but I never got into New Vegas. Four I played, but I just wasn't feeling it. Four is like, uh, I mean, it's a good game. It's just not a good Fallout game. Okay, so I this is the Fallout like we should have got. I like this more than Fallout. I like this more yeah, than Fallout. It's fun. I have so much fun with all my dialogue choices. Well, I I'll compare it to like Dying Light and um, I'm not even. Gonna, I don't even like Dying Light. Don't even say that. Don't. don't well, that. Don't well, even, you you don't by your own. Don't look me that. in the eyes and say that to me ever. You on your own with that? I haven't played. I haven't played. I played that. I'm just kidding. I'm being. I'm being I, I know you didn't like that. Um, I did not like that. But, but people people do. I mean, it was contender game of the year in 2015. Yeah. And uh, I didn't like Dead Island, but I like that. Like, it's, it's the same thing. I, I really, the dialogue, the stories of the game, the plots are interesting. The side missions, um, it sounds like you've been doing a lot of the side missions. Yeah. But every side mission, I've enjoyed almost as much as I enjoyed the story. The story, honestly, I might even say I like the side missions more than the story. Because um, yeah. the story kind of... Every time, at least to me, I feel like every time you go to a new community and a new planet, there's always a different theme of like how power is contested within the communities, and the side stories are always a little bit different. And can, can I actually ask him a question since yeah, he's our, the only guest? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but since he's one of the only guests that uh, is also playing Outer World, mm-hmm. now Jake met he he mentioned because you said that whole like okay like each segment is 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 uh, reference to power and how to use it. Hey, you mentioned. Opinion. You know, uh, you mentioned something in, in one of the earlier podcasts that uh, something with the ending or something with like the, the uh, choices or like the philosophical aspect of the game. Yeah. Do you feel like you play Bioshock, right? I think yeah. we talked about this. So do you feel like this as far as like. Don't run Bioshock. Over, yeah, don't, no, I haven't beat Bioshock one. So if you're going to say something. It's, yeah. No, it's a lot different. I okay. mean, the gameplay kind of flows the same, but. But I mean, like, the philosophical aspect, like, the whole, like... Well, Outer Worlds is more like... It's like an anti-capitalism game, you know? I think that's a good way to put it, too. And it's kind of like... Well, actually, maybe depending on how you play it, it could be pro-capitalism. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could end the main quest in, you know, 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Recently, yeah. there was a speedrunner who beat the mm-hmm. game in 12 minutes. Yeah. So, you yeah. You can beat it fast. You can wow. turn I, didn't, I don't know how. I didn't watch it, but, yeah, I was yeah, surprised. The, the guy who, uh, you know, dehibernates you, You he's a fugitive. You can turn him in. Now, is this yeah. a spoiler? No, I mean, that no, happens immediately. Oh, okay. Immediately. Okay. Like, you open part. the game, and, well, not, well, you start up the game, and, like, the guy you after you create your character there's like someone looking at your pod and it's the guy who lets you out uh you find out that you're a part pretty much everyone who is in this pod you're considered the hope or like the new hope or i don't know some you're considered hope and all the people there are like of the brightest minds and you're yeah. he lets yeah they definitely did play them so fallout though <laughs> yeah and he, he lets you out in the hopes that you can kind of bring back all these people out of the, the, the cryostasis hibernation. And uh, I, I honestly, I still don't know. Because everyone's like, why are you helping him? So there might be some ulterior motive that this guy has. But right now, it seems... I mean, I like the idea that I'm trying to bring back all the brightest minds to help prevent all of this chaos that's happening that's due to capitalism. So, yeah. Mm. It's a good game. It's a good game. Good game. Couldn't couldn't recommend it enough. I would say play it right now if you can. Um, really, it's, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, I I like it. What uh, will you be? How you said you've done almost all the side missions. Do you plan on one hundred percenting the game? Probably. Yeah. 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 That's it. I mean, I, I, I like 
I almost have like no choice left but to do this. What's your favorite side mission? Even if I haven't done it, I, I would like to know. Um, there's this one, and it's like you go on. Oh, what's the planet called? Like, uh, it starts with like an S. Mm, I'm not too Sar- sure. Sarca. I, I forget what it is, but you go to this planet, and it's actually a side mission for Felix. Okay. Your companions. You know, like, hey, I want to go back and reconnect with this guy who I, he was like my mentor and, you know, he brought me up and taught me everything I know. And you go and meet this guy and he apparently has like all this like evidence and plans against the board. Okay. He's like, you know, I want to have a test of loyalty to Felix, who I mentored, that, you know, when stuff goes down, I can rely on him. Yeah. And a good way for him to test his, his loyalty to you is if you go find this guy who sold me out to the board and kill him. Oh, and you know, you're going off of this guy's word. So you go find the guy, you find him out and like, you have to go find his ex wife first. Oh, a great, you know, side story. And then, you know, you could use your dialogue skills in any way I chose to intimidate her. And I was like, hey, if you don't tell me where he is, I'm going to, like, fuck you up. <laughs> shit. And she was like, oh, he's here, actually. I didn't mean to not tell you originally, you know. And then you go find him, and then he actually tells you that he has evidence that the guy who you're working for to kill him is actually in the board's pocket. Mm. And he's like, well, this guy, you know, he scavenged, you know, he does all this kind of stuff. And uh, he's doing it on the board's authority because he's in their pocket. They're paying him because they want a guy who's kind of like... On the inside. You know, on the inside, rough around the edges, kind of does stuff his own way. Might bend I don't the play law. by the books. Yeah, you know, he, yeah. Yeah, he, he bends the law a lot. So they I keep like him that. on payroll. And then when you find... He goes, all right, don't kill me. And in the game, they give you an option. You know, you can kill him. But they want his, like, ring finger or something. Uh, okay. Right? Just to prove. So you'd be like, oh, give me your ring finger or some shit. And you can cut it off him. And, right. Oh, I'm grateful to just be alive, you know? Yeah. So you can kind of, like, play it out however you want to play it out. And you bring it. And then, you know, but he tells you, like, oh, if you don't believe me, when you go back to him to say I'm dead, you know, take a look around and look in the vents and stuff and I have evidence stored and then you find the evidence that this guy really is working for the board so like I chose to confront him about it and then you know ends in a gunfight that's so see I just love this I mentioned so much I feel like there's so much attention to yeah there's so much story just in that little yeah And, and, and then you actually have to check up on Felix later on to like, see like how, in the he's... Game, how he's doing with the death of like you killed his mentor Whoa, you know what i that's mean cool. so it's like that was a side mission that i i thoroughly enjoyed because i'm like well yeah. it's still action-based it's still like mystery based yeah there's like there, every yeah. side mission is like its own self-contained story that really yeah, it's it, fun. unravels it's, fun. In such a good way. it's a good yeah. game it's uh, a very good you game. about the cannibal family yeah 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 dude what did you do to them dude uh I wait killed. I killed them. I. They wanted me. They they. Lo- no, I did too. I did yeah. too. I you, did too. You walk in, and they're like, "Oh, 
pleasure to meet you. And they're all yeah. super formal. Super you, you could formal, already tell friendly. there's something wrong. Yeah. It's like, it's no they, they feel like the really the strict religious people who took the Bible the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, take a seat. And then one of the questions is like, why is the door locked behind me? And he's like, Oh, the door just does that. Why don't you just take a seat? And he keeps saying like how God, we have to thank God for bringing you to us. Uh, for various reasons and they stole that straight from the twilight zone hey they were, well, they, hey. Did, they did a good job <laughs> to serve man yeah wait to serve man that's a cookbook spoiler <laughs> alert to a 67 no! year old tv show which is one of my favorites but <laughs> yeah it's uh I, I really enjoy outer worlds i enjoy all the side missions i think my favorite is the one with parvati uh kind of talking about her interest in the the female engineer because it does do what I think is a good job of representation, and it's just, it, it's it's a, it's it feels it doesn't feel like it doesn't belong. It feels right, and it feels like you get to understand Pravati's character. And I don't think I'm alone when I say Pravati is one of the best companions in in any kind of game whatsoever. So, but uh, other than that, I'm hoping to continue playing it. Hoping to keep going forward. I'm curious to see what's going to happen with this iconoclast. Curious to see how much further I have in the story. I think I've only put about like 10 hours in. Um, but I'm really just enjoying all the freedom you're given. And I know that they said that this is like kind of Dungeons and Dragons inspired. And, and what uh, you already, what you, you yeah, just got into. I just started. So I really like that. So, Nick, that was. Is that anything else you wanted to add on Outer Worlds? Uh, I guess. <laughs> Closing thoughts on it would be uh, another review I read of the game. They're like, it's a <laughs> it's a functioning adults RPG in the sense that you play a game like Skyrim, you got 100 plus hours of bullshit, right. and you don't even got to do it, you know? But the stuff that you do and the side missions you do, like, I, I feel like a game like Outer Worlds is like, of 30 plus to 40 yeah from what i hear gameplay. The, the story like if you just want to play for the story alone it's like 20 hours 20 yeah. to 30 hours and then if you want to do the other stuff you could do that yeah. and a lot of people when they complain about like oh i can't invest in a game like skyrim or because there is so much story and like even if you don't like you spend so much time but like you said it's, it works almost as a functioning adult game because you know we all are busy as adults yeah. with, with our full-time jobs that being able to invest you know, I, I love Persona and I'll always invest that time, but I can understand for someone who's never been in the series. Mm -hmm. When you tell them it's like a 90 plus hour game, it's hard to convince them like it's worth it when you are working 40 to 50 to 60 hours a week. So no, this true. game is a game, I think, you know, you spend, if you spend four hours, three days a week on it, you'll be able to get through it within a month. I'm not going to lie. I've been spending about five hours a day on it. It's, it's fun. It's, it's just, yeah, it's a great game. I, I'm engaged Honestly. enough and it doesn't feel like it goes on for long periods of time. It, the I pace feel like, is really good. Yeah. I just don't, yeah, they, yeah. the pace is good. I don't think it's ever been a moment where you, it's long. You always kind of like change what you're doing. Right. You do a side mission and you're like, all right, I spent 35, 40 minutes, you know, travel time included on a side mission. And you can also like, I mean, I don't know. That's that's the thing I kind of liked about, you know, it just it, it was just kind of like 
you would do something, you'd feel accomplished, and then you'd go and they'd be like, oh, do this. Or even like some of the, the side quests, like when you meet Nyoka for the first time, yeah. she's kind of like, hey, can we do this? It's on the way to where we're going. Yeah. And I was like, well, shit, if it's on the way. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. And all the companions are so interesting. They're, they're all, cool. They're so di- I feel like all their personalities are so different. And do you they- have Vicar Max? Oh, uh, yes. Oh, I do. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Did, you, did you do the uh, acid trip thing with him? No, but I heard he's a very interesting character. Oh, there's, dude. There's some really interesting... Like, they oh. somehow manage to all... So good. Like, when they're all walking... Because so like, you get to choose two companions as you're going on your adventure. Yeah, two at a time. And they all seem to get along with each other very well. Even though they're two... Like, Pravati being this... She's very awkward sometimes. Yeah. And uh, very... She kind of lacks a few social skills. So, like, whenever she talks to someone, you can feel that. But... Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you it, can even say, oh, that was awkward. Yeah. In, in some of the dialogue. Yeah. There. yeah. So... But so great. it still feels like it all works. It all works somehow, and uh, I, they spend a lot of time. You ever said Ellie and Felix really are a great dynamic? I have uh, not seen that yet, so I'll have to check it out. Dude, they're always arguing. Like, when you come <laughs> in, and then Ada, the computer system on the ship, she's just like, they're two of your crewmates are arguing in a heated debate upstairs. And you go upstairs, <laughs> and you're like, what's going on? And they're not even really arguing. It's like, oh, all right. You know, it's it's a great game. You you really should get it. And yes. I, I I'm excited for next on my list. You know, the more you play it, yes, because we'll I'm, I'm getting far. But uh, I mean, yeah, I've been playing that. And then you played Fall I know in order. Yeah, and you talked about that already with Daryl. Those are the only two games you've been kind of checking uh, out. I played a uh, Man of Medan. Man of Medan. Medan. The the horror game. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. Medan. Okay. I I honestly didn't know. I've heard it. No, you're fine. Game you're plays. fine. But uh, I played Until Dawn, same right. same developer. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Yes, I played it as well. Did you do the uh, uh, did you do the what did they call it like theater mode? I think the one where you can play co-op. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I this is the game I was telling you about a while back. I will check it out. I, I kind of want to play I, it. Well, I also the the time I beat it was on solo. Okay. And uh, who died or anyone die? Yeah. Uh, what's uh, what's Julia's brother's name? I don't know, douchebag. Yeah, he, was a, he was a prick. <laughs> All about about this guy. And uh, he died, uh, and someone else died too. But I got out of there with Julia, the uh, who is that black chick? The captain? The I'm French, just, um, yeah, French I don't know. I just, just oh. like the captain. Yeah, I don't remember everyone. She's wearing like cut off jeans and shit. Yeah, it's like, you're you're our captain. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, I got her, and then there was someone else I got survived too, but everyone else fucking died. Yeah, I ended up playing it with a friend. Um, it was just the two of us, so one of us had three characters, the other one had two. Uh, again, I don't remember all the characters' names, and we played it like right when it came out. Oh, and such a good game. It was it was a lot of fun, and we ended up I ended up being the only person who had someone survive. It was it was the captain. Uh, we were. I accidentally killed one of his characters, and he was not happy, so I gave him, because I had the three characters, so I gave him my other character, 
and then he got the other two killed. I got one of. I don't even remember what happened to my other character, and then I just got off the captain. A weird game. It is. Play. It is, it's, it's, and it's, it's very odd. And they're making. It's an anthology, so yes. they're making more. So. Many more, and that's that's fine with me. I, I just mean, hope they keep continuing. I like the idea of a like a until dawn type game, a telltale type yeah, game where it, you can it do it with multiple fun. people. It was fun. I mean, yeah. there were definitely parts that had me on like jump scare. Yeah, I was like, oh shit! Like, yeah, all right, I you know. know. I thought the game was it felt campy, um, like like an old horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was. I don't think it was like super fantastic. I think it did well for what it did. Like, I think it's like a thirty dollar game, so it's not. Yeah. It's not a game that I, I think you like. If you're gonna pay thirty or twenty, it's worth it. Uh, I gave. It, I think I gave it like a like I would give it like a seven, but yeah. it was still a lot of fun. I could see where other people would really enjoy it because I mean, there's multi, there's replay value to it. Yeah. You can play it a whole bunch of times and see who survives and who doesn't. So, but Man of Medan was the other game. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, <laughs> I did a lot of things wrong in it. Yeah, so did but, I. So but, did you I. know, I mean, I didn't really care. I mean, it's kind of like, I'm, I'm trying to think what I was like playing around the same time as that game. I mean, I had been playing a lot of Outer Worlds lately. Right. That's, I mean, that's been monopolizing everything. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I played that. I played uh, Life is Strange 2. Okay. Another I, another game where your choices matter? Yeah. You like those type of games, then? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because I like being a dick in those games. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sometimes, like, you know, you feel like a dick in a per- like in person. So mm-hmm. like, I got a guy at work, man. It's like, he's an asshole. <laughs> but I'm, I can't be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, you know? yeah. I got to be like, this is a learning moment. It's a coaching moment. Yeah. But it's like, I see games like that where you're just like, man, fuck out of here. Yeah. You know? And you're like, oh, okay. This, you know, and in Man of Medan or whatever, Meden? Uh, I say Medan. Medan? Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> I was an asshole in yeah. that game, dude. I think Shit. Medan is a reference to, um, a specific like old story in like a land i'm actually kind of curious um but i think it is medan um i will actually check that well out. i mean maybe it was uh pronounced or spelled a different way like, oh yeah M-I- no i it m-i-d it could be yeah Midian. it could be true um the midianites i'm not 100 percent sure but i it, it was a good game it was a good <laughs> oh game. so those were the those were the three games you've been playing recently, though. The, so just well, I mean, I I don't want to be like steamrolling, but you did uh, Fallen Order and Mandalorian. But what are yours? Well, well, uh, I've been playing Outer Worlds, so we kind of talked about that. Yeah, well, it seems sure. like we've all kind of it's shared some really good game. game, really good game. Yeah, he's got to play it. Um, and then unfortunately, like I said, it lends my PS4 to someone else, so I didn't get to sure. continue Death Stranding. Unfortunately for me, some people would say that's a blessing. <laughs> um, say just <laughs> some people would say it was a blessing. Um, but I managed to play the new Pokemon. So huge, Wait, Sword and Shield. You know, Sword and Shield. Yes, Ooh, nice. yes. I am a huge Pokemon fan. I've always loved Pokemon. I was not too happy with uh, Sun and Moon. Unfortunately, a lot of people kind of, a lot of people kind of seem to like it and. It changed the formula a lot, and I know I respect that they wanted to change what was so long a tradition of just doing gym, uh, gym battles, but they changed Sun and Moon to be kind of like uh, island challenges, 
And to me, I just wasn't feeling it. I didn't really like it. I didn't like the Z moves. I like Mega Evolutions, but they also said the Z moves were to balance the game out, which makes sense because Mega Evolutions are only to specific Pokemon, where Z moves, uh, as long as you had that, like, I guess, bracelet on and you had that type, any Pokemon can use it, which is fair. I get that. But I like the Mega Evolutions. Mega Evolutions look so cool. Um, and then some now... Of oh, some of them. Some of them look cool. <laughs> we're going to give Blastoise uh, one cannon. Well, I'm like, all right, yeah. What did you want him to have? Like six? I don't know, but like, how you go from two to one? Yeah. You went from two to one. That's a downgrade. I guess. <laughs> but um, wasn't too happy with Sun and Moon. My favorite uh, is X and Y. I liked X and Y. Like you talking about save a gem? Yes, I know. Oh, I know you're gonna say silver is the best. I like silver a lot. So I wasn't gonna say silver. Oh. I said it's probably the technical best, but I, I like I like the third gen. Oh, there's nothing third wrong with the third gen. Is my personal favorite, but. I, yeah. No, no, you said X and Y. X and Y is my favorite. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, why am I thinking? I'm, I'm thinking you said something. That was the one where they introduced sorry. the Mega no, Evolutions yeah, the and they made it one. where it was a full animation. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. just feel like everything. That was, that was a good series. They I'm really sorry. tried to teach EV training, and I um, love EV training, and they made it simple for people who are new to understand the, that kind of aspect. Uh, they added Fairy, and I really like Sylveon as a Pokemon. Um, I, there was just a lot I liked about X and Y, and then Sun and Moon, I was just so disappointed. And then Sword and Shield came out. Now, I'm not too far in the game because it came out yesterday. I didn't have much of an opportunity to play it yesterday. Um, and I've been playing a little bit today. I will say leveling up is extremely easy in this game to a point where I'm actually almost like a little... That. I'm not even at the first... I'm not even at the first gym. Or I haven't even done the first gym, I should say. I can go to it now. But I was kind of exploring the first area you go to. Okay. And one of the things that I kind of like about it is that you can encounter Pokemon that are higher level than you. So it kind of, you, you can challenge yourself. If you're level 10 and there's a yeah. level 16 or 17 Pokemon, you can do that, which is great. And that makes, but it also means it's a very easy experience. And my Pokemon's level 30 already. And I'm not, Damn. yeah, I'm not even at the first gym. And I probably have put maybe two hours in it. So level 30, I'm almost at my third evolution. And, uh, I think I'm going to destroy this first gym. Unless, like, <laughs> they considered that. Dynamax, I thought it was going to be something I didn't like. I don't know how I feel about it in battle, but when you encounter it in the wild, what happens is there's, like, this red base that you can go up to, and then it'll ask, like, do you want to fight this Dynamax Pokemon? And it'll have, like, a blacked-out Pokemon, like a, who's that Pokemon? Like, you don't know who it is. <laughs> it's uh, Diglett. Yeah, yeah, Diglett. <laughs> it's always Diglett. Fuck! All right, wait, 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 what's that? Yeah, what's that? It's Diglett! Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's always magic. <laughs> no, but hey, 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 fun fact about Diddley. Did you know that is actually his mouth, not his nose? Did not know that. I didn't make it any better. Wow, that's so make, much cooler now. Doesn't make it any better. He's still a fucking turd yeah, in the in dirt. The ground. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Um, but you do get a Dynamax, and the, what I think is kind of cool is you can have other people help you in that battle. Okay. So you can have up to four people, and it feels like a, almost like a joint battle. It makes a lot of fun. It feels like a real big boss because they have a huge health bar. Um, haven't really played with anyone to join me, so they'll just throw in computer players. But I still think that's a really cool aspect to throw in that I haven't seen before. Um I like I didn't play Let's Go Pikachu or Eevee because I played one so much when I was younger. Um, but I do like that the Pokemon walk around in the world. The ones that are like super buff, just they don't even walk in the grass. They just walk around like so you, you ain't gonna fight me. Like I went up to one. Yeah, I went up to one. And it was like I was like I'm gonna try and fight it. It was level fifty. 
that was a big mistake. But that's more my point. Like right away, you can almost you can fight a level fifty Pokemon if you want. You'll get destroyed. You'll get bodied. But I mean, you can do it. Yeah. Uh, which is really cool. Um, story I'm not paying attention to. I can't pay attention to Pokemon stories anymore. I've paid attention to the first four gens, and almost all of them are the same. The fifth all, one was actually pretty good. I didn't like the fifth one. I know you, and so, I like the fifth gen. So. That's the most hated gen. I don't like Gen Four. Everybody's like, oh, Gen Four. I went back and played Gen Four. I was like, yep, no, nah, I, mean, I like the fifth gen. I haven't played a Pokemon game since. I mean, Game Boy Color. So you like the red, red, first yellow, and second, and yeah. blue, yeah. Also, you a Gen One or Gen One or I mean, that's the yeah. that's I mean, that's a good one. That's a good one to start. Yeah. Which one was it? Did you have yellow, blue, or red? I I had red. I had yellow. I had blue. Ooh, and yellow. I have my yellow. My sister now. had uh, blue and yellow. I I had, I had yellow, and I remember that first gym. I, I, I that was really. Well, you had yellow. Oh, bro, yeah, yellow is so weird. It's a rock, folk, rock gym. Well, no, but see if you see in the if you play yellow, that first the rest of the game is easy. But if you the first gym, they set you up to fail. You got to get a um. I believe a bell sprout. You need to get a grass type. Yeah, you gotta get so a grass type. So you can get type. the weakness. Uh, <laughs> I'm because not doing that. You're getting game. you're getting bodied by yeah. every rock Pokemon. Because rock is, is is immune to to electricity, so you get Pikachu, and it's like cool. I got a Pikachu, but it's like you're useless for the first gym. I was like, what were they thinking? Yeah, but um, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I remember receiving a lot of criticism for its graphics, um, its animations. I do think maybe they could have made it a little bit better, but I do like. The animations regardless and they do there are different psychic moves like if there there's a set of psychic moves they're not all going to look like the same psychic. is this open for discussion right now you just sure if you want to talk about it let's talk about it okay so the reason why people are complaining about the graphics is not like and i see where they're coming from it's not that so like i've been mentioning like it's mostly i've been using the term disappointment like i did last week for death stranding it's not that these are bad it's just you have an expectation for developers you're a AAA developer. You have the backing by Nintendo, and there's oh, on top of the other. So I'm not like a Jake's more of a Pokemon fan than I am. I was a Gen Oneer for the longest, and then I got into the fifth gen and uh, X and Y, and then I played Alpha Sapphire. Then I stopped at Sun and Moon. It's just that the Pokemon series is 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 basically just for the fans at this point. Like, I mean, new people can come into it, but like, and granted, if you haven't played, like Nick, you said you haven't played since since um. The first gen, no. you'll probably play this and be like, oh, yeah, cool. But I've literally talked to people and they're like, I've picked this up and I haven't played in 20 years. And it's the same thing I was playing 20 years ago. I mean, the, 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 I, the core gameplay to a, to a, to a, either to the pro or to, a, to, to the fault, depending on who you ask, it doesn't change much. So if you played one Pokemon game, the only thing you're really missing out on is, like Jake said, those mega evolutions. But as a casual fan, you probably didn't care about that anyways. Yeah, to me, you know what I'm saying? To so, me, I, well, okay. I feel like casual fans really enjoy the mega evolutions. It's not that they want to enjoy it, but it's not going to get them into the game. Like, uh, for instance, like... No, I mean, yeah. if you were someone who played Gen 1 and you saw a mega evolution, you might be like, oh, wow, Charizard has a mega evolution, but it might not be enough. It's not going to be like, oh, I need to buy the next Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Like, um, like... See, for me, and this is, again, probably my bias, but for Pokemon... I have always just loved the same formula. And like I said, because Sun and Moon changed it, I, maybe that's why I didn't like it as much. I'm okay with the same formula. I know maybe that's bad of me as a gamer to not expect much. No, it's not It's not bad at you, but, but Poke, and, and Jake, I don't got a problem with you. No, no, but no, I got I'm a problem with the fan. No, 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 I'm saying, but this is the problem with the fan base. Mm -hmm. Y'all, like, look, nah, I don't want to group you into that because you're not one of them. But, like, the problem with, with, with the fan base is that they get mad when people criticize the games. Oh, well, it's... 
it's like, and you don't do this, but I've seen a lot of people give like review bombs and stuff like that or like defend. At the end of the day, it's lazy game design. I don't care how you want to phrase it. Just because you're satisfied with it doesn't mean that it's not lazy. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's it's it's, it's like it's a disappointment because it's like I get that they're trying to please the fans, and as a fan of Pokemon, I put you like this, like. If y'all cool with it, y'all cool with it. But not only is that disrespectful to y'all, but it's like you're basically getting away with with mediocrity. That's that's and that's I, my biggest I, thing with, with Pokemon. With the Pokemon I don't stars. disagree with that at all because they do make very slight changes, but it is for the most part the same formula of go through all the gyms, fight the elite four, and meet this legendary that but somehow see, ties I was going to say story. with Zelda, it was getting to that point. Now we kind of talked about that, you know. We mentioned that series, but I look at like that series, like Mario and Zelda. People are like Mario's the same game for a while. It was, and then people are like, "No, nah, y'all got to change it up." And then we got Mario Odyssey. We were like, "Oh, Zelda's the same." It's getting kind of, you know. Then they made Breath of the Wild. Right. So those fan bases, even though we, you know, like I'm part of the Zelda fan base, I didn't, I don't, I, I, I didn't accept mediocrity. I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, by the time we got. To, 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 like, you know, uh, Twilight Press, they were like, okay, cool. Y'all got to start, start changing it up. Then they made Skyward Sword. They changed it up, you know, patrol-wise. You know, then we're like, okay, for real, y'all got to do something different. Then they made Breath of the Wild. And we're like, cool, we finally got something fresh. Pokemon, it's like, y'all don't get that. It's the same game, and that's not a problem. It's, 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 it's the perfect definition of it. Ain't broke, don't fix it. Problem with that is, is that the criticism's coming out. And I'm not saying the graphics are terrible, but like I said, like that, the, the animation is lazy. It is what it is. You I, know, I there's no way. There's no way. Pokemon is clearly obviously and you ask they're making 60, money, money. You ask a sixty for the game on top of y'all angry. making one, y'all rush them out. And like I said, you know, if you like the game, you like the game. More power to you. But it's like my thing is when the fan base want to get mad when you want to point out the criticism, they want to be like, "Well, it's for the fans and stuff." Like it wasn't for you. Okay, but then why are you marketing it towards everybody? The Switch is one of the most popular systems right now. Holiday season's coming up. There's people that, you know, are picking this game up. So obviously, you know, I always, my, my philosophy is you should market it is not for the fans. Because, like, Nick, you could agree with me. There's certain things, certain properties where all they got to say is we're making a new this. The fans are already on board. Short of you just being incompetent, the fans are already going to be on board. Your marketing is for the people who need to be getting on board. So and part of a company, they want to get new people in, you know, all businesses want to be greater than the last want to make more money than the than last time. Each game needs to make more, more money than the previous game. So you can't tell me that they're making these games just for the fans because, no, they're not. Pokemon's a triple A game. Right. So, yeah, the fans are going to be pleasing. The fans are going to be on board. But I feel like to be like, oh, you know, this game is for the fans. Get out of here with that because they're they here to make money. They've always been in the game to make money. They're not just making it for y'all. They're making it for... They want this to get in everybody's hands. But if you're not a huge fan of the series, this game does not do enough to get you into it. Now, maybe, like I said, if you want them people that's like... I, now, I feel like X and Y was the perfect game to get people back on board. You know, like I got in on, on the fifth gen, so that was one gen before X and Y. So I was a little bit already on board. And then X and Y came out, and that was phenomenal. I was like, yes, this is what you do. This looked just like X and Y. What's the difference between this graphically to X or Y? Oh, they got a little bit more resolution or whatever. The game looks like a 3DS port. Fair enough. And I, the the battle animation? That nah, bro. Like I'm I'm I think they've and I'm not saying it's great because again you're making valid points that they are making 
substantial amount of money where they could have easily probably put enough time into creating greater animations. Well, they've been caught also reusing assets. They've been uh, they didn't put the national decks in there, so there's a lot of issues with this game. That even there's even hardcore fans that are like, I already talked about this, but supposedly their reasoning for not adding the national decks as well as all the other Pokemon is to make the game more. Nah, bro, they they that that's an excuse. That's like when Ubisoft said, oh, we don't make female protagonists because it's it's harder to to render them when previously they already did that. They get see that's the that's the thing with a lot of fans y'all y'all let these developers talk to y'all like y'all stupid that's an insult to you guys as fans to to be like oh we're trying to balance the game out Pokemon ain't never been trying to be balanced fair you know what I'm saying so we're trying to balance the game out what are you talking about fair fair yeah uh, overall like I said for the game uh, I really enjoy it I have a lot of fun playing it I understand where your criticisms are coming from and I wouldn't I wouldn't say anyone's wrong for feeling this way. Um, however, I enjoy it. I'm still going to play it. I continue, I think I'm going to beat this one and I think it's worth checking out. We are running a little low on time though. So I think I'm going to move on from talking about Pokemon. I mean, check it out if you haven't, if you don't, if you feel the same way Daryl does, I, like I said, I don't believe you. It doesn't do much to change anything. Uh, but you know, Pokemon being a game that I played in my childhood, a game that we've all played that's part of our childhood, I would say it's pretty nostalgic. Daryl, do you have a game that you'd like to share for your nostalgia? Um, I don't really have a game this week, okay. but I have a video game. Uh, it's video game related. It's okay. actually a movie. Um, it's uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Okay. Um, I'm including the game and the uh, the, the uh, comic. But um, the reason why I bought it up is because it's um, a really good uh, movie that uses a lot of video game references, and it feels like a video game. Um, I mean, pretty much if you're a gamer or even it's a nerd culture, you, you've seen this movie, I've heard of it. But uh, basically the premise is um, Scott Pilgrim is a uh, hipster living in Toronto, Canada. He's in a uh, emotionally detached uh, relationship with, uh, I believe she's, I don't think she's in high school. I think she might be in high school. She's like, eight, she is 18. But uh, he's older than her. She's she's younger That's than him. That's the most important thing. Yeah, no, I have to clarify that now. For he get a hashtag. He's not a rapist. <laughs> well, you know, nowadays you know uh, you get a hashtag for everything. So it's like I gotta you know you gotta cover your bases. But um, <laughs> yeah, basically, and then he's in a band where um, he's not really contributing and he's holding his band back. But he's very egotistical, very self centered, and uh, he meets this this one uh, girl from the United States uh, named Ramona Flowers, and um, you know. He ends up kind of not really cheating on his old girlfriend, but, you know, he falls in love with this girl and she's super mysterious. And she's like, OK, in order for us to date, you have to defeat my Excellent. evil ex- yeah. exes, my seven evil exes. And uh, like I said, just, it, it, the movie, the original comic, like I said, a lot of game references, um, a lot of just, you know, just nerd culture references. But the movie does a good job of like, uh, you know, kind of updating some of the references. Um the movie feels like a. I mean, it's it's basically a video game. Yeah, you know, I, each, I, I will agree with that. It does yeah. feel like a video game, and I remember even when we were younger, and this movie came out because we were in what high school? Right? Dude, yeah, I was early, like our early years of high school. Yeah, and I remember you were in love with this. I, I mean, still am. You had yeah, fair enough. Uh, you had you started getting the. Would it be a manga, right? Or I don't comic? know. I, that was just we could say it's, it looks graphic like a manga. Novel. Yeah. We'll yeah. call it a graphic it was, novel. It was a, yeah. Uh, graphic novel, uh, game. They ended up making it into a game as well. And the game was still good. Yeah, I, I, it is. I think it's 
definitely transcends our childhood. I mean, even though it's maybe not part, it's part of our later childhood, still a really good piece of media. I would say youth nostalgia because you know you can still have nostalgia in yeah. high school and stuff like that. You can still still nostalgic younger days and stuff. Um, and then I. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it like each ending, depending on what you're looking at, whether it be the yeah, movie, the, the movie game, has a different comic. ending, the comic has a different ending, and the game and has a different cool. ending. That's kind of cool. Because um, I believe in one. I don't want to ruin it. Because I mean, it's it's definitely. I mean, like I would say, go pick it up. It's, it's worth it, watching. It if, you, if you are is. a gamer and you want to like, and you said like it has that nerd culture. If you want to, mm-hmm. it's it's a fun movie to watch. It's not like the. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like the best movie in the world, but it's it's a fun movie. Oh, you tripping? I wouldn't say it's the best. Oh, <laughs> it's, when, it's 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 okay. Fair enough. Sorry. I, I mean, mean, one of the best directors working right now directed it, like Edgar Wright. Like, I mean, he's okay. he's he's one of he's in the top. I would say top ten modern directors, mm-hmm. Edgar Wright. Okay. You know, if anybody disagrees with me, they could come and, and argue with. But I mean, you got to watch Shaun of the Dead. That's what I'm saying. You like Shaun of the Dead, Ant Man. He directed half of that. He did um uh ba- Baby Driver. I mean, even like and some of the and that's another thing too. A lot of the stuff he did in, in Shaun of the or not Shaun of the Dead and Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. He ended up doing that in Baby Driver because, you know, yeah. if anybody's ever seen Baby Driver, that movie's about like audio syncing with action scenes. They kind of did. They kind of dabbled with that in Scott Pilgrim. But Baby Driver just takes that and, you know, perfects it and stuff. But there's still audio cues. There's a lot of audio cues like this. The point, there's where he because, uh, you know, it's based off of the graphic novel and the video game. So there's like sound effects. And, you know, like I said, it, it looks like a video game. It. Yeah. Um, it has sound effects like a video game. Yeah, you can play the movie. But um, no, it's definitely. I would say it's worth watching. My only criticism with it is that um, this is like the one criticism is maybe like they could have recast Scott as somebody different. Like Michael Cera, he's not terrible, but he's not Scott. Like he, yeah. Michael Cera didn't really do a good job of really like Scott Pilgrim's like that bum. Like he's that he's that guy. He's like that Matthew McConaughey and uh, what was that? The, uh, what was that movie from the 70s? Be a lot cooler if you did. Oh, uh, you know what you're talking about. Days of Days of Q. He's kind of like that. Where's like, say be a lot cooler if you did. Is that Yeah. Yeah. Or high school yeah. girls. I keep getting older. They keep staying the same. Yeah. He's basically Matthew McConaughey from that movie. Okay. Uh, he's just not. He's not a good character at the start of the story. Scott um, Michael Cera doesn't really, in my opinion, didn't do the best job. He did do a terrible job. Yeah. He doesn't do a best job portraying Scott. Um, but other than that, and all the other thing is if you're not into nerd culture, you might not like the movie. Like it's definitely like for, it is so much fan service. Like yeah. you literally have to be a geek, a nerd. A lot of the jokes might go over your head, you know, like there's one, uh, at the beginning where, uh, there's a young Neil, uh, one of the band, he's uh, like a groupie and, uh, one of the guys asked him, he's like, Oh, well, what, what do you play in the, what do you play? And he's like, Oh, I play Zelda, Mario, Final <laughs> Fantasy. And like, if you don't, you know, know what those are, yeah, you don't have a joke that you can laugh at. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But, um, no, I, I just remember watching that. And that was around the time I really started getting serious about film. So I just had never seen a movie like that. And unfortunately, the movie didn't do well financially. Really? Oh, I'm it surprised didn't. to hear that. Okay. It didn't do terrible, but it didn't do as well as, you know, why? Because a lot of the fans of the comic, a lot of people didn't know what it was. And then the fans, of the comic were like, oh, well, we'll wait to go see it when we hear the reviews. Right. So the reviews were like, the movie's good, but the fans waited too long to go and see it. Uh, so it ended up like in merchandising, it ended up making its money back, but, you know, studios don't like to, you know, they were taking a risk making that movie and it didn't pay off. So, yeah. you know, um, like I said, it wasn't a bomb, but it didn't do as well as expected. Gotcha, gotcha. So 
would you say it holds up to your child? I know oh, you probably haven't seen definitely. it. Recently. Yeah, I have yeah. seen it recently. I watch oh, it every I, man. I watch it at least two or three times a year. No, it's 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 great. I can watch that every day. Like I said, Edgar Wright, perfect director for the movie. Okay. All yeah. right. Cool. Cool. And uh, anything else you wanted to share on that then? Um, no, not really. I think you know, like I said, if you yeah. haven't seen it, go see it. Yeah, definitely. I it's a, I've seen it too, and I'm not a movie person, but I enjoy it. And it, I like what you had to say that it captures nerd culture, mm-hmm. it captures gaming. It, it's just a lot. It's a fun movie, in my opinion. Like I think of it yeah, as a fun movie. Definitely, definitely. So with that said, uh, I think I'll move on to my nostalgia game. Uh, last week you asked a question, and I don't know why this didn't come to mind, especially since you're a huge fan of this series. Uh, you asked us a question of what is a game that was difficult in your childhood, and did you manage to best it? And uh, the game that I should have said was Legend of Zelda Links of the Past. Because when I was younger, I remember getting to the Dark World and not being able to... I just didn't know how to solve the puzzle. It was too difficult for me. I was young. I... Talk about when you're you're like a bunny. Not when you're a bunny. Like I mean, I don't. I can't remember. It was when you go to the ice area in the, oh, in the dark world. I, I didn't know what to do, and I was young. Um, I had to have been like five or six. The fact that I managed to get where I did, I mean, still I'm impressed with to this day. Um, but I really, really enjoyed that game. But I did not manage to best it at that time. Later on in my life, I think when I was like 11, I went back. The Game Boy Advance version came out, and then I beat it on there. Um, I had a lot of fun with that game. The game was created on the Super Nintendo, came out around 92. 91. 91. Just kidding, 91. I think it came to the States in 92. Okay, I wasn't, still wasn't born around that time. But yeah, you know, a really fun game. Uh, player, you know, you play Link like you do in all the games. You start off in your uncle's house and you immediately go on a quest to get Zelda out of a dungeon, if I'm not mistaken. I mean... That's what I remember just doing recently, so I'm pretty sure that was Zelda, and um, and it just kind of spirals from there. And out of curiosity, because like I said, I'm not a huge Legend of Zelda fan. I don't know if you are, Nico, a huge Legend of Zelda fan. Not really, no. No. Um, is this like the first game where you like save Zelda immediately? Like, as far as like... Like, because the other games, isn't Zelda always kind of like in trouble and you're saving her? This was uh okay so, um, technically yes and technically no. Like this is one of the ones where you say yeah, Princess Zelda, um, immediately. Um, but if you want to be technical, Skyward Sword. Um, yeah, but that's like okay, Princess Zelda. Then you chose those, those words specifically because yeah. in Skyward she's not a princess. You said last week she was her a friend. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, Princess Zelda is the first one that you save her immediately, and then it's not really about saving her. If I'm not, it's it's about bringing light to the dark world. If I want to say, if is that sound it's right? about getting the Triforce, getting the Triforce, mm-hmm. yeah. Which, is, but really fun game. Uh, I only played to the first part where I had to get. Uh, this Zelda. actually fun fact. This was the first time where a lot of the lore for this is this is why I said a link to the past is the pinnacle Zelda game. This is where a lot of the lore comes from. A lot of the games draw from this one game. It took me to get older and to really like, you know, play all the games in the series. The first two Zelda games were just, all right, we're having fun. But this is the first time where they're like, you know, hey, like we're trying to establish a actual lore. Right. And a lot of the state, this laid the groundwork for the overall series. A lot of games still reference A Link to the Past and a lot of stuff that happens to A Link to the Past has an effect on all those stories. Because okay. I believe after um, 
But no, that's a whole other thing. We that's right, a whole other right, yeah. discussion. But yeah. uh, it links a fast, fantastic game. I love the bosses. I love the puzzles. It, I, as mentioned before in the podcast, I'm not a huge fan of Legend of Zelda, but this is one that I can go back to. I love. I have fond memories of. Maybe it is because of nostalgia, but I, if I have to play a Zelda game, I typically prefer the 2D ones over the 3D ones. Breath of the Wild, I did enjoy, but I still never beat it. Link to the Past, I really enjoyed, and I just had so much fun playing it, and it just really made me appreciate puzzles and appreciate a fun. I think all the bosses. I think are the a lot pacing in the 2D Zeldas are better. It's just okay. you know it, the more with 3D Zelda, the problem with them is there's a lot more like story, a lot more establishing the world, and a lot of the 3D Zeldas, with the exception of uh, Majora's Mask and Breath of the Wild. Every time you start it up, you just got to do a long tutorial se- tutorial section. I remember That's I played. Right. Yeah, there's yeah. no tutorial in Link to the Past. Yeah, and I love. I, I actually love the design of all the worlds in that game too. I know that might sound weird, but as a Super Nintendo game, I just thought all the worlds look so cool. I re- I can vividly remember the sand place in the regular mm-hmm. world. I can remember well, even though I just recently played it, I can still remember the rainy night that you leave your uncle's house mm-hmm. to go to the castle. There's just so much. I can even remember the sounds. That the the knights make when they notice you the mm-hmm. I can't I cannot mm-hmm. I can't even try to make that sound but it's just it's a it's I love the game I'm not gonna spend too much time talking about it because as I mentioned we are running a little low on time I'm gonna try and wrap it up here I just want to say uh, thank you for anyone who's still listening thank you for anyone who pop, bothered to listen to any of the past episodes uh, and thank you for taking the time before or after your big game to join us here in the video game locker room.